Yes, sir, we promised you a great deal here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Top Guy Theater. I'm not Frank Bruno, once again, hosting in for Frank Bruno, Mr. Phil Jackson here. Um, we do have some unfortunate news about Mr. Bruno. Uh, it seems uh, if news reports are to be believed that Frank has passed away. Um, unfortunately, he was in a uh, unfortunate schmelting accident. I, I believe it's, it says schmelting. I don't know if someone can look up what schmelting is, uh, but but it was some sort of accident involving coating his, his penis in gold. Um, so take, take that as it will. Hey, I'm, I'm getting something here. What's that? Hey, Frank Bruno is alive. He just doesn't have a penis anymore. All right. All right. Good, good news there. So we're just going to go in and transition. We are watching G1 Supercar today. Dear God, I'm excited for this. Uh, I have no more words. And uh, <clears throat> as I like to say normally, the show must go on. <laughs> house in here tonight how's everyone good couldn't be, you, couldn't be better if you paid me money and the fact of the matter is just to have me on this show you know you're paying me a boatload of money who gave pirates go a pants. Show? who gave pirates go a pants. oh my god that's the way to do it I, I guess since frank's not here we have to deal with you uh unfortunately i guess already that's not a fair trade-off really I, I oh god come on You've seen me shirtless. You guys know it's a much better trade-off. Come on. No, don't you dare. When you get your shirts on a when you get your naked butt on a shirt on PWTs, then we can talk about equivalent exchange. Until then, Henry, how are you today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. I'm looking forward to actually covering something that's not of the three major American promotions tonight. I, I, my, I've literally been stoked for this all. As soon as we decided this is what we're doing, I had to go get the New Japan World app, or you can look on it, watch it on the Ring of Honor app, uh, whichever you choose. Um, you know, they, they operate differently. So, well, but we, but we'll get into that once we finish the introductions, Phil. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, this is Brandy's pick for the show. So, Brandy, why did you pick this show, and why did you get my heart pumping? And, why did you give Antonio an erection? 
Uh, well, I gave Antonia an erection because I exist. Put your shirt on, dear Christ. Um, I cannot work under these conditions. <laughs> just like when she be getting hazard pay. Okay. That's just um, for you, Antonio. Oh, God. Oh, you keep that so shit I, up. I'm going to keep doing that the rest of the night. I picked this show because I was there. I was at Madison Square Garden at the G1 Supercard, and it was one of the last wrestling shows I got to see before, you know, the wrestling world shut down in March of 2020. Um, I picked it just because I've always loved it. We've never really covered uh, anything outside of the major promotions before, and I'm super excited to go kind of go back down memory lane. You would be both. What was the energy like in, in the crowd? Was it was it electric because it was different? It was so good. It was so fucking electric. But it was also interesting because it didn't feel like one cohesive show. The Ring of Honor bits, everyone was kind of less excited for and weren't as well put together and didn't flow very well with the New Japan parts of the show, which is really what the crowd was hot for. So it was it was almost like a tale of two shows within one show. It was it was quite weird, but everyone was super pumped. It was super loud. I remember Okada uh, at the end of the show actually did a post match promo, which was super cool. Um, yeah, it was just really cool. Was it so electric that everyone boogie woogie woogie woogie? Yes, everyone was boogie woogie. Like everyone was like a ten, like a, a Anthony Pyers level ten excited. There is no such way anyone can be at a level ten like me. God, look at look at this. Look at this beautiful head of hair. Look at this winning smile. It's amazing. It's God. Pleasure's all yours, guys. Where's Lovely your mute lady. button? <laughs> Speaking of boogie woogie woogie woogie, and the pleasure of being all ours. What's up, Devin? Hey, uh, not too much. Just been kicking it with the kickout crew. Um, happy to join you guys for a show that I've never seen. It's Shout out exciting. to the KOC. Uh, what episode are you guys on now? Four? Uh, we recorded our fifth. Well, so last week. By the, by the time, time everyone's drops, seeing this, we'll the fifth, fifth will be out. out. So yeah. do, you guys, do you guys feel like you've got your groove going now? Yeah, it's been, it's been fun. Um, I definitely think that these latest episodes have been better than our first couple but I think that's all chemistry and just becoming friends. Yep. And I know I've seen you guys. You guys have grown, and, like, the chemistry now is awesome. Like, you guys crack me up every week. So well, Wait a second. Time, time out. We have chemistry? Not that <laughs> kind of chemistry, Henry. I'm not that comfortable around each other yet. Except for that. Except for Adam. How can you <laughs> say you're not that comfortable around us, but you take your shirt off on the camera? Hey, um, did you want me to unleash No. No, we don't need No. Either. Okay. Need Speaking of unleashing, we've got Adam from Bamba, unleashed from Bamba. What's up, Adam? Oh, man. Excited to be back. Um, This is an awesome, awesome pay-per-view altogether. Um, I know we don't have time to go through every match, but the ones we're going to go over, I'm super excited to watch again. Oh, Anus McGee. We are blessed with the presence of Anus McGee. Anus McGee. Please regal us with your presence and tell us how you're doing today. Well, I'm hot right now. No. So I need to take off my shirt because I have the jersey of the hottest player in the NFL, meaning the best player in the NFL, <laughs> the best player in the NFL right now, Josh Allen. 
Oh, I'm doing good. Hi. Oh, yeah. I tried to avoid this. I, I tried to put him off for last because I really don't want to hear his voice. But Anthony, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you, Phil. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to be. It's humbling to be here. It is. Uh, you guys are kind. You are decent. You are. Oh, what the hell am I talking about? You guys are in for an ass reaming the likes of which you've <laughs> never seen before. What of the actual fuck? I see it right there. I'm going to destroy all of you guys verbally, mentally, and probably even psychologically. But it is nice to see you guys for the most part. Oh, my God. What do we got ourselves into? Frank, we need you back. Get your, get your He's here. Can't back. you read the screen, <laughs> Phil? <laughs> yeah, hey, welcome back, Frank. Glad hey, to have no. you here. I got to say, thank you I got to say, the Tennessee Titans, I defected to the Buffalo Bills because okay. my best friend Antonio told me to. That's, that's cool. <laughs> I appreciate that. What happened to all your pop bottles? Um, <laughs> I had to make money. Uh, Frank Bruno, if Antonio's your best friend, then that's the problem in itself. I need my <laughs> I need my service. I need a pace. And to so, think I have to think I have invited Antonio up to Gillette Stadium for the Bills game on December the first. To think I did you're that. Let him in our house. Yeah. I, I want him to go. I've listen, I've seen the place he goes to. They throw he I, it comes with sex toys. I would like Antonio to go to one football game where he doesn't have to worry about used sex toys being whizzed past him. I'd love to do that. Unfortunately, I, I can go to pretty much any other stadium in the league, even Detroit. I'd probably get better prices in Detroit with the 3,000 people that show up than I would at Gillette Stadium because I imagine the Pats fans are just as nasty to fans from other teams the AFC East as the Red Sox are to the New York Yankees. I, In fairness, Henry, I always shake the hands and thank the people from opposing th from opposing teams because I appreciate the I appreciate the passion. Yeah, that's what to I to be completely I, open and transparent. The New York Yankees are a bunch of overpaid crybabies. Doesn't give them. I don't give a fuck how many trophies you have. You have to be Henry, able to stand up and be a goddamn man. And most of the Barnes bombers can't do that. So Henry, it's it's first place New York Yankees. Once you get it right, slap nuts. Sure. No, are you a Yankees I, fan? Hell yes. Hell yeah! So if you and if you were if you were one of the twenty thousand people that watched my episode, you'd know why. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into it. Well, I'm not gonna get into it again. Go back, be number twenty one thousand. Bring my ratings up even further than they are, and you'll know exactly why I worship at the feet of the New York Yankees. Because yeah, you're just as big a crybaby as they are. The uh, oh hell yes, hell yes! I cry my eyes out. Uh, I cry. As much as I'd love to get into this, I think we owe a service to the people that actually listen to us for things that don't involve other sports. Correct. They jump into the action tonight. We are looking at the New Japan Pro Wrestling Ring right. of Honor G1 Supercard. So, so no right. cocks, no cocks tonight. Put your cocks away. Phil, 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 Phil. this. Okay. Smirk. <laughs> Smirk. Hold on. Hold on. Anthony, I do the same thing too at Bills games and the Orange games. Yeah, opposing teams, whether they win or lose, always shake if, their hands. They were I always, if, if you came, if you, if if you thought enough to go out there and spend money on the flight, hotel, and tickets, you got my respect. All right, Henry, fire away. What do you got for us? As so I was saying, tonight's show is actually one I'm looking forward to too. The New Japan Pro Wrestling Ring of Honor G1 Supercard live from Madison Square Garden in fabulous New York City. Map, it's probably going to be kind of light tonight because we've talked about this a lot on things that we cover on the Peacock. But we're not going to the Peacock tonight. 
There are two different places to watch this show. You can either watch it through New Japan Pro Wrestling World streaming service and, or through the Ring of Honor Honor Club. The time codes that we are going to be giving tonight are specifically for those that are looking to watch it from the Ring of Honor Honor Club. Because unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess, depending on your outlook, New Japan World does theirs like the WWE Network used to, where you could select a match and just go from there. And the mobile version of Ring of Honor set led me to believe that that was the case for both, but it's not. It's not at all. They're lying whores is what they are. But I digress. Tonight's action is going to start with I mean, right here. our leading match is going to be for the Women of Honor World Championship at a time code on Ring of Honor World of, I wrote it down somewhere and I sat it down and I lost it. I'm just as organized as Phil is. Of about 38 minutes, 15 seconds. 38.15, you said? I, I, I had 38.19. Right. That's what I said. Okay. All right. So we'll give everyone just a moment here to get their uh, their New Japan Worlds and the Ring of Honor apps going, their, their cocks safely put away and stored. Uh, so I... Um, I like I, again. I, I know I stay, I, I've been saying this since we opened, but this is exciting for me. This is yep. new. I love new shit. I love, I love this show. It doesn't matter if it's AWA from 1947 when Anthony DePyrus was uh, was uh, tilling the fields and walking uphill both way in the snow. Or I was in junior high. I was in junior high, and I was able to go to school in a limousine, baby, because I'm high class all the way. Limos to, limos from, and the maid made my cookies and milk just the way I like it. How, how many uh, how many feet does it take the power of Flintstones level limousine? I wouldn't know because our butler did that. <laughs> <laughs> I come from humble beginnings. I'm just kidding. My well, father will my father will kill me if you heard me say that. I think if everyone is ready, I think Brandy should do us the honors of the first countdown tonight. 30-30-19, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. In three, two, one, play. Now, as mentioned, we have the Women of Honor World Championship on the line here. We have Kelly Klein, who is known as the Gatekeeper, uh, challenging champion Mayu Iwatani again for the title. Uh, Mayu, you can see currently in stardom and all across Japanese women's wrestling. Kelly Klein really hasn't done a lot since the initial closure of Ring of Honor. She does... Uh, like Ian Riccoboni, she does not have to wrestle or be part of wrestling to work, to make a living. She is a preschool teacher. Uh, but the the way she left the company is kind of... Uh, we're gonna Unfortunate. Dip into those, those rumor and innuendo, uh, it, was not, it was not a nice uh, ending. Are we talking uh, about some Lantern levels of bad? Uh, uh, no. No. no, just not quite that bad, just unsavory. Um, it turns out that she had been having, she was married to um, BJ Whitmer. BJ Whitmer, yep. Uh, who was a agent backstage in ROH, but it turns out she had been having an extramarital affair with another agent, uh, Joey Mercury. Joey, yeah. Um, and Joey... Uh, 
kind of went off the rails on Twitter exposing things um, from behind the scenes in ROH and Sinclair about the treatment and the way they handled Kelly Klein's concussion issues, which were yeah. uh, reprehensible. They, they, they did, did bad. Not, yep. They did not have a proper protocol in place for treating someone with a concussion and were trying to send her right back out to work. Uh, and that was bad. Um, so it's yeah. it's that level of bad, uh, which is why a lot it contributed a lot to the downfall of ROH and probably why Sinclair was like, yeah, we're, we're done with this. She, may I add to that story? She's not. May I add to the story? In when she her big concussion issue happened during a European tour, and the story that came out again, this is just a story. I'm not sure if this is true or not. She was literally left on the floor, vomiting after the show and everyone had left apparently she was left at the arena to kind of suffer alone while they tried to make the while they made the next town that's what i had heard and that seems to that and no one has ever disputed that story that's so, not to be remiss of a bad situation but i feel like it fits here is this the same european tour that bruce richards argued for years Hulk Hogan needed to be WWE champion for, which is why oh, they took him at WrestleMania nine. No, I, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce, I love you, but my, that story is just does not hold water at all. Hey, so I, I'm sorry that, that felt inappropriate, but I felt it would be remiss not yeah. to do that. Yeah, watching yeah. the uh, watching the intros here, real oh, real quick. I'm sorry. Uh, watching these intros here, people, and I, I have one that agrees say that WWE's production values. Are the best in the world, and you can't argue with that. Yep, their their presentation is second to none. But I, I gotta say, uh, New Japan is probably second. Like you know, you think about yep. you think about AEW. I mean, they're they're pretty minimalist, which isn't bad. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It works for their style. And you have uh, you know TNA Impact, which does their own thing, which is like circa 2009 WWE. But they're really putting on a big presentation for, for these guys here. Yeah. This is big um, league. I actually have a question for Brandy. It's actually rare I ask questions like this, but Japanese wrestling isn't exactly my forte. I remember going to New York November of 2019 before the pandemic started. I remember being shut out of a panel that, that was there at Anime NYC to introduce a new product called New Japan Pro Wrestling america or something very similar to it i remember that was something that they were working on trying to launch right before the pandemic started do we have any idea what happened to that are they actually still active or did that end they up are they are they are the new japan america or new japan strong brand is in america it's based off of the west coast and they run shows um the overall american expansion really hasn't been able to do a lot because until probably mid 2021 they were not able to get visas or to have with the Japanese government to have Japanese wrestlers come over so they're hopeful that now that things are back open up again who knows with this monkeypox situation that's going on what's going to happen with that but um they're hopeful that it will continue to be able to make more of a footprint in the United States, but they do have a brand running and their weekly shows are on like TV. Hey, Tony, show me your hands. Yeah. Show um, your hands. Okay. Thank you. 
honest question. Um, is Kelly Klein is she the one that pulled the the pad out of her pants, or what? I might think of somebody somebody else. No, that was Priscilla yes. Kelly, who's known as uh, what the Gigi. hell is her name? Well, she was Priscilla oh, Kelly. She's G, yeah, Gigi now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I always thought it was yes. her, but. No, and by the way, I think no. I think I think toxic attraction. Yeah, Davy Richards, like very serious grappler, uh, cloth. Oh, holy crap! And then a completely unrelated to this whole show comment, my wife just sent me a screenshot on Facebook of some dude that's trying to slide under DMs. Wow. Good luck with that. Nice. Dude. Good luck with that. Call him well, out. I'm sorry I had to find out this way, Phil. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey. well, I, uh, I, I mean, I appreciate your honesty in the matter, and uh, have fun with all the kids while I go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that is brave enough to take on that challenge. I, 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 there are a few people that would, and I'm not tooting my own horn. What I'm saying is. Go ahead. If you like, if you hate your sanity that much, fire away. Yeah, I think Henry's like the best person for that position. I've already got some of my kids calling you Uncle Antonio. How about I just send them over to you? Um, no, because I like. Why would you do that to those kids? That's not even fair. Because (laughs) the less clothes, the better for me. I walk around with less clothes. Oh, oh seven. you're not allowed within 100 yards of a school, Dairy Queen, or Burger yes. King up Rochester? <laughs> hey, 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 no, that's not me. Yeah, but you have a beautiful pussy right there. I'll tell you that much. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> this is one of seven in the house. Let me, uh, Hello, let me baby. Oh, you. your fiance or not, Devin? So, no. what'd you say? You said that's one of seven in the house. Does that include your fiance or not? <laughs> no, no. Oh, oh, oh. oh. He knows I'm kidding. He knows I'm kidding. Even I didn't go there. Well, so I didn't even see a cat out there. I'm assuming that Bayou and Tommy works the, the Joshi style. What kind of style does Kelly Klein work? She's definitely much that very mat-based, pick a body part, pick it apart. I get uh, a Chris Statlander vibe for Serious her. wrestler style. Yeah, Statlander or Rhea Ripley. Yep. What well, some of us would call the Bret style. Well, them legs, though. <laughs> So I would kind of like the comparison I made earlier was kind of like that Davy Richards, uh, very serious. They take their wrestling very seriously. Um, and Something one thing very... I did want to point yep. out about the difference in presentation, you're going to notice this with the Japanese matches. You have seconds in the corner. We have, um, oh my goodness, her name just left me. In the corner for Mayu. Oh my goodness. Oh, I like this view. Uh, so Brandy, was, uh, was that where are we at now? Because one of y'all was that Hanakamura? No, that's not Hanakamura. Because Hanakamura was in the opener Hana in that tag in team match. Opener. Yes, she was. Can you believe she's been gone two years now? Was it two, two years? Three? Yes, as we're filming this, it is the 22nd, but in Japan, it is now the 23rd, and they're huh. getting ready to host the second ever, second annual Hanakamura Memorial Show. Uh, Hanukkah tragically passed away at the age of 22 uh, due to cyberbullying and people being extremely nasty to her online due to a reality show she was on and how she was presented. Yep. Uh, and as a, as a sufferer, let me say, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel 
hopeless because of depression, anxiety, there are avenues that you can get help. That's why I Absolutely. love you for that, Anthony, because every time I feel like Best God, thing, whatever, yeah. you're the first person to send me a message. Yeah, and, and the thing is, and the thing is, it's I didn't I didn't seek help for almost 20 years. Why? Because I'm a man and men are tough. <laughs> men can handle it. Bullshit. Hey. I needed help. The greatest day of my life was the day was the day I said help. True story. My mother about a month ago told me I always made sure to call you every day because I thought you were gonna kill yourself. Wow. And that that was hard. My and my mother was my rock during that time. There everybody, there is somebody that wants to hear your story. So please reach out to them. Reach out to me at Hoboken underscore cobbler on Twitter. Anthony Pyrus on Facebook. I'm here for you. I'm a big advocate of mental health. Big. If you guys don't mind, um, I'd like to share a story with you guys. That I don't think I've shared with Please, any. let's get real. Let's get real. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't uh, – this this isn't really something I've shared outside of my immediate family. Here, give me one second. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I have – in the past, half-assed attempted to kill myself twice. Um, if it was if it was during the time that you were a top guy, I'll be pissed because you could have reached out to me, and yeah. I feel bad for not reaching out to you. Well, so the the first time was um, I'm trying to remember here. Uh, the first time uh, I got in this horrible argument with my wife. And, no, I'm sorry. No, I take that back. The first time, uh, my wife and I were on the outs, and my wife was basically on her way out the door. Uh, I don't want to get into this situation. And there was a bunch of people at my house, and I tried to go for a knife. And luckily, my best friend was there. He got the knife. He broke the knife and held me in place till the police showed up. And the police told me that I could either take myself to the hospital, or I could ride, I'm sorry, I could ride with him, my friend in the hospital, or they can take me. And what I didn't know at the time, which my friend had pointed out to me on the ride to the hospital, was uh, the two police officers in that room had their hands on their tasers ready to tase me. And, uh, you know, I spent a few weeks without my wife or my kids. And it really had to put stuff in perspective. And then the second time, uh, I uh, this is right after I started seeing a, a psychiatrist. Yep. I... Uh, uh, I got, again, once again, got into a fight with my wife uh, about a lot of things. And she left me alone in the house. And I decided I was going to lock myself in the bathroom, play some music that I liked, and uh, try to overdose on pills. And, oh, uh, thank God. Thank God you failed. Uh, again, these, this is both, these are both several years ago. So, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I can speak firsthand, firsthand that mental illness is a real thing. And as a kid growing up, my, my parents didn't believe in that kind of stuff. Uh, but, yep. but, you know, again, you're, you know, suck it up. You're a man. Be a man. And, yep. uh, and you know, my wife, God, God bless her. I'm not a religious person. But if there is a God above, it, 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 she brought me, she, she, she brought her to my life. He brought her to my life. Um, 
uh, I wouldn't be the person I am today without her. I would have bounced back. I would have recovered mentally. I wouldn't have been able to to find confidence enough to sit here with uh, six, uh, sorry, five awesome people at Anthony. And, oh, fast! Uh, uh, you so, bastard! So yeah, I um, uh, it's it's rough. But here's this is the problem. No matter how much you, you, how many pills you take that you're prescribed that can help, and they do help. Uh, how much therapy you seek, what you do every single day. If you suffer from mental health, you will fight it every day for the rest mm -hmm. of your life. It's it's not something that ever stops. But yep. what you need to do is find that thing, that one thing that latch onto that yep. makes that fight worth fighting. And that's where I'm going. And, and I got Brand Brandy. I mean, I've texted I've texted our lovely Brandy a few times and said, hey. I'm having it bad. Please tell me a joke. Tell me something funny or something inspiring. As she always comes, her and the lovely Amy. I got to give her credit too. She's on that thread too. Uh, they always come through for me. So, so I can say it's been it's been more than five years since any of that stuff occurred. Good. And, uh, you you contact me next time. Understand me, young uh, man. There's if, not gonna be a if, So good. Better not be. Uh, yeah, I'll kick your ass. You. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've got yeah. I've got way too much, way too much. I mean, I have to deal with you guys every single week. <laughs> and I know how much you guys would be let down if you guys didn't see this shiny bald head in front of your oh, face. It's it's a reflection coming off that thing, goddammit. Yeah, it's you, not as bald as yours, but nobody can be as bald as yours. You guys know you guys know I had my moments with y'all. Like if yeah. I had my like what's that word? Like heated words with people that don't deserve it just know like i appreciate all y'all and like i don't mean all that unless yeah yeah it's okay well we are getting we are getting some heavy stuff over a, over a mayu iwatami kelly Klein match ain't we Today is mental health right. this month, so I'm, I'm and uh this is my i have a tattoo for hana that i got uh last year it's got the tiger lily and hydrangeas because two of her moves were named after the tiger lily and the hydrangea. That's why I hate. So, that's why I hate social media altogether. Mm -hmm. Except for it's like, toxic. except for like necessary like communicating with friends and family. Other than that, you have to be very proactive in curating yeah. your timeline so that you're not inundated with all that negativity because otherwise it can be extremely overwhelming and you can get in your head and it can lead you down a very dark path. Yeah, like you have to be very careful about who you follow, who you retweet. You can use those, uh, there's a block feature where you, if certain words are used, that it gets, or if certain names or certain accounts are mentioned, that they won't pop up on your timeline. You got to right. use those features. And sometimes you got to be like, you know what? I need to step away from all this nonsense for a while and delete it, uninstall it, get rid of it whenever you need to because it's Absolutely. not worth it. Absolutely. I see you too know, much uh, more than the Patriots stuff on my Twitter. I got to delete it. Did we just miss the end of the match? Um, we what did. Bill, what, what I want to do is because some of us are behind the way that we're doing this tonight. I want to give it about another 60 seconds before sure. we move to the next time code so that way everybody gets to see the end of the match, if that's okay with everybody else. I'm, I'm Sweet. wonderful with that. Yeah, I just finished the match myself. Driver. Is that Carrie Selkin? Uh, that was Carrie Selkin, yeah. Let himself go like that. 
Yes, and you see after you got your show of honor here, and by the way, the person whose name I couldn't think of that was in Mayu's corner is Sumi Sakai. Oh, God, Kelly yeah. Had, Legend. Um, Aja Pereira and a couple of other people in her corner, but that's something you'll see in a lot of Japanese matches. They have seconds. Now, they may or may not be affiliated with that person. They might just be a young boy or somebody that's learning, but there's always someone out there so that you have someone to communicate with. Um, they have water, they have towels, they have ice packs, so that if something happens or at the end of the match, they are right there and ready to help um, make sure that person's okay. And if they need treatment, that they're there with gauze, gloves, uh, ice packs, whatever oh. is necessary. I, I know it's oh. a traditional thing, but I've never been a fan of the phrase young boy. I, I mean, I, it's not as widely used anymore, and there definitely right. is a negative connotation to it. No, I, I understand. I, I mean, I understand the the history behind it. As opposed to, you know, it, it, but but I think a more modern term could be used. I mean, young boys, they, you can also call them ring rats. You know, that's that's another term used for young boys. And I'm sure there's other ones that I just I can't think of at the moment. But um, oh, my God, the beautiful people. Oh, there we go. Oh, so speaking God. of beautiful people, uh, we had mentioned her name earlier in the show. And I this was a nice this was a nice surprise, I thought, by the way. Yeah, I've saved this photo on here because I absolutely want to share it. Uh, we talked about Rhea Ripley a few moments ago, and this photo it just fucking blew me away. Yes, Look her at back. That, like that. That is yep. like her back muscles have back muscles, mm -hmm. and that, that woman is is a specimen. And and I don't mean that in a bad way. And they they she is definitely a star for years to come. Oh, who isn't a star probably for years to come in WWE anymore? It's Sasha Banks and Naomi. What do you guys think? Uh, Phil, before we get into that discussion, can we jump ahead and start the next match? Oh, right. Okay. All right. For anyone... Oh, oh, my God. Well, we've lost Antonio, but for everybody else that's still paying attention <laughs> to the dulcet tones of my voice, if you're watching along with us tonight on the Honor Club app, go ahead and jump ahead now to one hour, 22 minutes, and eight seconds. This is a triple threat match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. What's the time? Devin, Devin one hour, this match is amazing. Minutes, eight seconds. One hour, 22 and eight, eight. seconds. Okay. Yes, it's also in our little private chat, so it's also written down there. Oh, okay. Is that, is that the private chat that you and I have, Brandy? Let's not, uh, come on. No, that's separate. That That's separate. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Am I missing out on that? Well, hold on. Time out. Hell to the yes. Oh, come on. Time out. But, but before we get into all this stuff, Let's say we start the next match, huh, fellas? Okay. Hold on. Sorry. Give me give me a second. And I'm, I'm no problem. Say. Thank God we have Henry. Thank God we have Henry here to, to, to direct traffic. Yeah, to keep us in line, yeah. His hair is distracting though. I know. Yeah. He, he he he's been so jealous of mine for so long that he just There are now three people at the place where I work, myself included, that have some form of blue in their hair, and it's fantastic. Nice. So we'll I need to get with my girl Desiree and have her help me uh, fix mine because <laughs> it's been a while. So we're watching the triple threat ladder match. Yep. Uh, no, no triple threat watching... junior heavyweight title match. So okay, all right. I, I was about to say I didn't think we were watching that. Okay, I'm ready. Yes, it's Bandito versus Dragon Lee versus Taiji Ishimori. Yeah. I'm Thank ready. you. I'd have butchered those. 
I'm ready. Yeah, I love that quite there. Ishimori is one of my new favorites. Good Lord, Phil, keep up with the times. I found it. I found it. I'm sorry. I've only got one screen here. I need to get a second monitor. Yeah, I am ready to guys, go. Guys, right. can I interrupt one, one quick second before we do the countdown? Yeah. Go, Patch! Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. I don't need to hear that. In three, <laughs> two, one. Go, Bills. Play. Go, Pats! Jesus. Go, Bulldogs. So, yeah, real quick, who wants to touch on this Sasha Banks Naomi situation? I, I think, me personally, the people that say it to work are, they, they need to get their he head examined because WWE doesn't take your merch off the shop. And that's, yeah. yeah. And they don't take you off of the, the, the signature intro for the shows if it's a work. Uh, I have it from, yeah, I have it from the most, res my opinion, the most respected wrestling journalist out there now. Sean Ross. Uh, I'm glad that you're friends with Dave Meltzer. Mike, we don't really like him on Mike, this show. Mike frickin' Johnson, baby. Uh, this is not a work. No, it's not. Oh, no, hey, it's straight shoot, yeah. Hey, Devin's in here twice now. Oh, my God. They're multiplying. <laughs> Run. Oh, shit. Oh my God! Devin's, Devin's like a gremlin. Devin's like a gremlin. He just, you know, multiplies. I need to stay away from Syracuse, then. So, just as a heads up to everybody, I have a time code for our third our third segment. I will give that to you here in just a minute. Here in our little chat thingy, and then I'll tell the rest of the world once we get to the end of this match. We are going through the next two matches. Once this one concludes, we're going to start with a singles match for the British Heavyweight Championship where Zack Sabre Jr., seconded by Tatka Michinoku, will go up against Hiroshi Tanahashi. I said that right, didn't I, Brandy? Yes. Oh, yes. Very good job. Who needs Beautiful. a second? Because he's the fucking ace. What? And then what we're going to, to go into a second match featuring Kota Ibushi taking on Tetsuya Naito for the IWGP Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship. Isn't it Henry? I know. Let's listen to Henry. That, that's one straight segment. <laughs> Let's listen to Henry the whole episode just speaking. Why does Dragon Lee look familiar? Because uh, of the he way. is the brother of Roosh. Oh, Dragon Lee is the brother of Roosh? Or yep. Bandito? Yeah. I, oh. I, I point that no, out Drag now. Yeah. Come on, Henry. I apologize. I don't mean to cut you guys off. I point that out now because since we're everyone's not using the same app, there's going to be a slight intermission while we wait for everybody to get, get to the same place. Was that Bluetooth? Yes. So, you know, I think while we have this intermission, Henry, I think this would be the perfect time to map it, sir. Uh, not right yet. Not yet. No? No? Wow. Henry, I'm going to Henry, I'm calling you the general from now on. The general. <laughs> I mean, I could become Frank Bruno, but then you'd have to grow hair. General. That ain't happening, Henry. That won't happen. God, I or let so us dye a scalp this color. <laughs> I, I am so blown away by their presentation. Every every intro is is a big deal, and they got the lighting and the pop and circumstance. God, this is great. This is why New Japan is just consistently extremely popular. I mean, yes, they have their issues. Every booking, every company has their issues with booking and and how they do things and the people that they're pushing. And sometimes the stories aren't so great. But goddamn, they're always great. Um, it's it feels like sports to me. All right, mm -hmm. real quick, I just saw the Bullet Club sign pop up there. 
So I want to go around the room real quick, one at a time. Who is the best leader of the Bullet Club, in your opinion? We'll start with Henry. Pass. The Bone Soldier? That is awesome. I love that. Brady. He's never been a leader. No, but I mean, just the presentation of him. I just love the Bone Soldier. That just sounds badass. Who do you so think led the Bullet Club the best? Are you talking about, like, the, um, of all time? Like, of all time. Yes. The all time. You're the, Like, if you could think, all right, but this guy was leading the Bullet Club, they were on fire more than any other thing, at least in your opinion, or they they had the best momentum or the best stories or the best factions. Whatever you feel like they did for the Bullet Club, who do you think yep. led the best? Um, uh, I'm going with the first, which is Prince Devitt. The guy I have yep. somewhere, and that's the best start you could ever ask for. He set the tone for what the group yep. was going to be. And there would be as no as, without him. <laughs> True. But as far as leadership goes, I got to go with the guy right now carrying the mantle, Switchblade Jay White. I'm, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. We're in a weird spot right now in, in history where the world is wide open. He seems to be leading Bullet Club from both Japan and and the United States. He's he right now he's able to given that restrictions of you know fall a little bit. He's able to go back and forth. So he's showing up on on strong. He's showing up occasionally in AEW. He just did a great angle with Okada in New Japan. He's a worldwide leader. I don't want to sound like it's an ESPN plug, but he's like the worldwide leader right now that that group needs. He's brought them back to relevancy. And I think Jay White is just the man. Plus, he's ridiculously handsome, so I can't. Oh, you know. he is. <laughs> Frank, Frank Bruno, who do you pick? Okay, so I got, like, my favorite of all time is uh, Prince Devitt. But probably the best one, I think, that led uh, Bullet Club and Phil. Stay off my balls, but Kenny Omega. Sure, and, okay. Uh, can't argue that. That's actually not my pick, but... Uh, Bama, who is your pick? Best leader for the Bullet Club? If we're going best, I'd say Prince Devitt. I mean, more more successful, AJ. But, I mean, it's like a 1A, 1B with me. You can go right. either way, AJ or Prince Devitt. Devitt? So, I honestly wasn't too familiar with uh, New Japan because I was still in high school and stuff when the Bullet Club was getting relevant. So I'm you just graduated. I got my attention there. I, seven years ago, but I'm going with Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega? I mean, you can never go wrong I, with, with picking I, I actually anything. have an answer. I had to look something up because I'm not familiar with the Bullet Club at all. When you asked me first, I almost on principle said Hulk Hogan. <laughs> that would be great. That, that's how little I know about the Bullet you Club. You should have just said that. That would have been perfect. But, but I looked up a list of current and former members, and I'd have to say I don't know if he was a leader, and I don't personally care because he's my pick just on principle. You better not say Jack Jarrett. And his involvement was one night only. Oh, God. But he's never officially left the Bullet Club. I knew that was coming from Henry. I had a feeling that he was going to say Jeff Jarrett. The problem I have with the other guys, AJ, uh, Prince Devitt, was the fact that even though they were big in Japan, there was always a United States leader. 
which would be probably Adam Cole or eventually Cody Rhodes or whatever. I'm just saying Jay White is the guy recognized throughout the world. I think uh, Kenny Omega is like the one that made the Bullet Club like more mainstream throughout the world. Like t-shirts and all that. Sure. Okay. The Young Bucks helped with that. Yeah. So what about uh, Carl Anderson? You know, he was a big member in the Bullet Club. He was now, uh, it goes, but not a leader. Whether or not Carl was actually a leader goes back and forth. If you ask Carl, the whole goddamn thing was his idea. Oh, yeah, which I know that ain't right. I know that ain't right. Um, he was never actually a recognized leader, and that's why when okay. people are like, oh, Cody led the Bullet Club. Cody never led the Bullet Club. Nope. In the United States, he did. Elite. In Kenny the U.S. Yeah. Leader. Wait, in the U.S., Cody did? I'm, I'm a big fan of Carl Anderson, though. No. I, I, he's just a smaller, but a Cody good Cody just kind of thought he did, and Ken him, which kind of played into their match um, at Supercard of Honor in 2018. What a great match. What a great I match. I was there. Um, yeah. So, and what was also interesting is also there, watching that match very intently from the crowd was one Nick Aldis, who was the current NWA World's Heavyweight Champion at the time, who would go on to feud with Cody for that title, which was a very cool tie-in. Because he I was sitting like probably at the corner and I'm like, that's Nick Aldis. He's right there. <laughs> so I love all I love Aldis. I love Aldis. Speaking of this, which, I didn't this see match is amazing. God, this match is amazing. Speaking yep. of which, I didn't realize uh, all in is on uh, Honor Club. Yeah. Yes, because that is owned by ROH. That was the initial backing behind getting all in to happen was them leveraging their ties with ring of honor to use their workers, their equipment, their video people, which is why when the rumors of ROH's sale came up, I'm like, Tony Khan has to at least buy the library so they can take ownership of what was the inception of what would become AEW. You know, I have a yeah. serious question on that point. And one second, Henry. I, I haven't thrown in my, my pick for leader yet. Um, I'm going <laughs> to go with AJ Styles, but not because he's my favorite wrestler. AJ Styles in TNA, he was the homegrown TNA talent. He was, quote, unquote, the face of the company. But he wasn't a major star in TNA. New Japan Pro Wrestling is what put AJ Styles firmly on yep. the map as a yep. megastar. And yep. with his rise to fame, brought the Bullet Club up with him. And, you know, being the first, I believe he was the first American leader of the Bullet Club. Um, but, American but leader, he, yeah. He, yeah, he really, he really just, he took it, he made it his own. He elevated himself and changed himself. He changed his look. He updated his style of wrestling. He, he, uh, he surrounded himself with people that he knew could could use the, the that little bit of a push, and you know whatever happened, everything that's happened now, every iteration of Bullet Club since then has been somewhat modeled off of that version. Prince Devitt, Finn Balor, however you want to name it, he set the tone, uh, he he created the tone, but AJ Styles <laughs> set the bar, and uh, that's why I'm going with AJ. And honestly, I think AJ because I was in the one. 
in New Japan as the leader of Bullet Club, if you don't have that to raise his stock, you don't have him coming into WWE the right. way nope. he did. Correct. And getting right into that WWE championship line. And, you know, it's so funny because he, when he first came in, he was paired against Chris Jericho and he lost to Mania. And everyone's like, oh, well, fuck this man. Hey, JJ Styles. You know, he's done. Four, four weeks later, he's he's in a world championship match. And those I matches with Roman Reigns were excellent. Every match with AJ Styles is excellent. Wait, wait, yep. wait, wait, wait. You wrestled with AJ Styles? I didn't get to wrestle him. He saved me in a match back before yes. he was in you ever heard this TNA story? and all that. No. No, I never back, heard that. Yeah, was he Air Styles at this point, or was he yeah, just... He was partners with Air Paris when they were Air Raid. They were Air Raid, he, okay. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm not too far from where he lives. And he come to a show when I first started training, and he saved me in a match. I was getting... Do y'all remember uh, Air Paris? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was he was he was the guy I, was in, I had the match with. And he... Uh, I was running, I was working face, Air Paris's heel, and I was about to get hit with a chair, and that's when AJ Styles came in and saved me. That's pretty Paris, awesome. I got to be doing it. think a WCW tag team? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right yeah. before that, yeah, but right before WCW. Right before everything really closed down, yeah. yeah. Before WCW closed. Yeah. It was, uh. when was your last match? It was, oh, like 2010. It was been a while. It was Air Paris and Air Styles before he was known yep. as AJ. So, so does that mean that come Top Guy weekend that you and Antonio are going to go around the ring one last time? Uh, I'll get, I'll stretch yeah. him. I don't care. I'll get yeah. out of what you're doing. Hey. Oh, oh no! Antonio, Antonio, I like Antonio. I like your sweater. I, I now have. Oh, thank you. I now have the image of Adam now. Oh, oh God, I'm blind. I, I, I know the image of Adam now, not Adam 2010, but Adam now doing a shooting star press, and I have to see it. Okay. Can you record yourself like tomorrow doing a shooting star press so we can hear I, I gotta show? find somewhere to, like a trampoline or something, but yeah. <laughs> uh, can we also get a recording of you in the Wii U wagon on the way to the hospital? I'm not that shape. Yeah. Phil, I had a I had a, re a request slash suggestion. <laughs> Because you got the uh, the big marathon coming up, I know you got the Wheel of Torture coming up. That's going to tell you all the WrestleManias. I was I was wondering, would it be more beneficial to the show if you were to have you to spin the wheel at least four times, right? Oh, who knows? Well, whatever. But I'm saying you might want to. My suggestion would be okay. Make the first wheel WrestleManias one through ten. Second wheel WrestleMania is because you run the risk of running of doing like WrestleMania 31, 32, 33, 34, and 35. Yep. Good stuff. But some of us old guys like myself might enjoy some of the older. It's almost a guarantee you're gonna get something from a different era. Right. Here's here's my thing though. That's where yep. the madness comes in. Because you don't know, are we gonna be stuck? With consecutive WrestleManias, are we going to get random WrestleManias? Are we going to get all good WrestleManias? Are we going to get the know. first Frank Bruno to watch the graveyard match? Oh, finally! I would love that. That would be awesome. We would track that entire uh, fucking thing. Phil, I don't mean to interrupt because yeah. this is a fun conversation, but we've reached—at least I have—we've reached the end of the match for the IWGP Heavyweight or Junior Heavyweight Title. I do believe. 
Yes. What is, the what's through. the weight limit for junior heavyweight title, Brandy, for the Japanese? They've never. Oh, sorry. Or, or, I'm sorry. Either one of you. I'm sorry because I forgot you, you love it too. Two cheeseburgers before 175. They've never actually established it. You They've never established it. Okay. But Bandito's a good size junior heavyweight. But all junior heavyweights at some point have the ability to declare themselves as heavyweight. Exactly. Okay. That's how Will Ospreay did it. Will Ospreay was in that juniors yep. or that junior heavyweight division for a while. He made a big presentation about it and said, I'm moving on from this. I am moving on to the heavyweight division. And you can you can go back. But you have to sort of have that coming out moment of where you have a big performance, like you do well in, say, the G1 right. or the King of Pro Wrestling. And then you say, you know what, I'm going to go after the heavyweight title. And that will push you up into that next level. Oh, this is where Enzo and Kess made all okay. the money. So, yeah, yep, we don't to, talk about that. To move on to our to the longest segment of the show, unless the IWGP heavyweight title fight at the very end is longer than this next segment. We jump ahead now for those of us watching on the ROH Honor Club to exactly two hours even. Tanahashi. Hey, I'm getting there. He he had like this superstar vibe when he come out. I almost got like a Hollywood Hogan vibe, but the like the the good Hollywood Hogan. Yeah. Kind of vibe when he walked out, he just had this charisma about him. He he just had this aura like, yeah, I'm the greatest. I mean, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. He is the ace. Like, he is like Okada is talked about a lot as sort of the new ace and the guy that carries the company. But Tanahashi, who can still go, is the ace. He is the number one guy. He just had this Hollywood Hogan vibe when he walked out, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it first time I saw it. The thing that bugs me about his presentation today, Brandy, you can can back me up on this. They almost portray him as old, and I don't like that, because he's he's excellent. But they almost portray him as... Yes, but he doesn't look for God. I mean, I'm gonna oh, be God, he's like 46 now. So yeah, he's not even I mean, I look, now. I look like I'm 20, but God Almighty, my body's uh, not holding up. Yeah, so, they make a big deal of pointing out that he's like the old guard. Yeah, and I'm like, can we not do this? He's still thank performing you. At a yeah. high thank level. you. So the, uh, this forbidden door pay per view that we've got coming up. Do you guys think we'll see Okada there? We're gonna see oh, either Okada or Okada. I kind of it. Uh, if guys, they don't, oh, sorry. And, and we all hit the two. Are we time ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. In three, two, one. Go Bills. Play. Go Pats. As you were saying, Anthony. Yep. If if Okada doesn't show up to the forbidden door, see, I'm, I chew my nails, so it's tough to open my beer. Uh, if Okada doesn't show up at Forbidden Door. There's going to be some disappointed people. He's expected to be there. Yep. And I always, you know, I, I, back in 2019, right before all the, the world went to hell with COVID, there was a, a weekend tour that New Japan came. I was able to see the show in Lowell, Massachusetts. They then went to Hammerstein Ballroom in Philadelphia. For some reason, Okada was not on the, Hammer, on the Hammerstein Ballroom card. If you look at the results, he wasn't there. And there were a lot of disappointed people. I don't know why he wasn't. On the New York City show. Ah, there we go. There's my beer. 
Um, but he has to be there. He's expected to be there. So real quick, uh, before this match gets started, I'm going to go ahead and throw out our TGT group chat quote of the week. This week's pick is from Antonio, who said, who would you rather deal with, red-ass Phil or red-ass JR? Oh, oh red-ass Phil. <laughs> red-ass Phil all the way, because red-ass JR can be a scary, un, can be a very scary, surly man. I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you a little story about JR. Top Guy Weekend. Um, you know, he does his show with Lawler. Great time. I get in line. I get in line, and I say something like, JR, my boy. I do my Jim Barnett impersonation. He looks at me like, I'm goddamn done with the show. Don't give me that. Don't, don't give me that Jim Barnett impersonation. I'm like, and I'm like, yes, Mr. Ross, shut up with that stuff. God damn it, Jesus. And he's just, he was surly. He was surly. I was afraid of Jim Ross. And I could probably take him in a fight at this point. But Jesus Christ, he was surly. I mean, I would, maybe no. this is just a difference because I can feel like I can manage red ass Jr. But that's because I'm also a girl and I have right. I have boobs. Damn so I, I was so excited to get my picture taken with them. I don't remember the conversation that we had. That is yeah. that photo is by far the coolest photo I've ever taken. Like a childhood, sixteen year old me was would have like had a wet dream. That he got a photo with the greatest announce team of all time. I, I, you no, know, no, you he, didn't. You, the greatest announce team of all time includes Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross, not Tony Schiavone and Jerry. Uh, Re regardless, back. regardless, Give that's that photo is even in the intro to this show as uh, as my little thing. I, 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 I'm gonna bring that next year. It's unfortunate that Jerry Lawler probably won't be there next year, but I would love to have that photograph personalized. Why do you, Why do you think Jerry won't be there? No, no, not Jr. King. I'm sorry. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. Basically, I think I Conrad did say had to pull. Jerry, some, I yeah, I think Conrad had to pull some serious strings to get Lawler out of there because he was a WWE guy. Remember, uh, but remember though, Jerry Lawler has his own independent bookings. He wrestles more. He wrestles more than anybody in AEW these days. Right. Every right. weekend, he's do, He's always wrestling. God bless him. Are they trying to still try to keep Enzo and Cass out? I see them yeah, right here they are. They're actually pushing them up the ramp at this point. So and, uh, we're going to talk about it. My big problem with this was not the fact that they even brought them in. I think that was a cool idea. The way they did it was cool. They didn't fucking tell New yep. Japan they yep. were doing it. Oh, yeah. wow. Yep. I didn't know that. And, and you see, and you see uh, the brothers. Um, oh, dang it. The, the Briscoes. Oh, the, Briscoes. And... the Briscoes beat the hell out of Enzo. Oh, yeah. Yes. They the beat the hell out of him. No, outside of Bully Ray and Tomatonga and the Briscoes were ready to literally murder them. The Japanese oh, announce team was completely caught off guard. Japanese yep. Yep. management in the back was having a cow because they thought people were attacking their wrestlers. Like, you can't do that. That Gosh, hurt the ROH New Japan that. relationship you badly. Tell everybody that something's going to happen. I, I think, you know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't I, want to have, I, uh, I wouldn't want to have GOD or uh, the Briscoes. Yeah. Fighting me. 
Yeah, the Briscoes are down and dirty fighters. You can tell. Oh, yeah. I don't know much Christ. about um, modern day as in right now today, Enzo More and how he's doing, but I am very impressed and very happy with the progress, both mentally and physically, that uh, Cass, aka Cass, yep. has made. Uh, oh, yeah. He's a completely different guy, and I'm really happy that he's in the spot he's in now. He's, oh, I love, you know, thank, you know what, good for him. Uh, what a story. What a story. What a redemption story. He got, and guess what he did? He got help. He needed yep. help, and he got it. Good for him. He's, a, he's a success right story. Mark, mark this down on, you know, um, May 22nd, 2022, 819 p.m. Central Standard Time. WRC will be back in WWE, and within the next five years, he will be a world champion. Three years. I hope he'll so. Be there, he'll be there in three We're years. We're going about this. Six years ago today, Cody Rhodes left WWE. Oh, yep. Jesus. That's right. That's right. That was so six feel, years ago have... today, and look at everything that's happened in six years, and we are right back to where we began. Yep. Can we have an honorable mention for the line of the week for uh, the group chat? Remember to my sure. birth control and stuff? You remember that? Uh-oh. <laughs> yes. And I said oh, I got pull out control. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's full circle and he's right back where he's not because he's not. Cody Rose is in a whole different level. Whole he's, different a star. Level. he's a star. He's a freaking star. They, they have a Cody countdown on Twitter. As to when Cody's going to appear on Raw now, he's like the lead face on on, on the Mylars and the the top draw on the house shows. And they, I've never seen anyone get shot to the main event status and pushed this hard as Cody Rhodes coming back from the yep. company. And do you know who did that? Cody Rhodes, because yep. Cody Rhodes went out and he made not only did he make a name for himself, he made competition for WWE. And Vince McMahon, as much as he doesn't acknowledge competition publicly, he doesn't talk about it, respects the hell out of people like that who are willing to go and say, you know what, Vince McMahon, fuck you. Kind of like Double G, Jeff Jarrett did when he told him to double the money that was owed. Vince actually laughed about that. Cody went out, said, not only am I going to prove you wrong, I'm going to go against you. We're, we're going to go head to head. And now he's back. And Vince is like, you know what? I was wrong. This guy's money. Yep. I, I'll tell you, I'll be at, I will be at SummerSlam. I hope to God it's Roman versus Cody because that is a dream match to me right now. Well, let me I, ask, uh, do you think um, do you think that could be this decade's Stone Cold and the Rock? Maybe uh, I, I don't think I don't think Cody's gonna get the title until later in the year or maybe all the way to Mania. I think it's gonna be a big build, like almost he's close to it. You know, he'll be in money in the bank and he'll almost get the briefcase. Like it's gonna be a series of, of this closes and 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 screw jobs all the way to the point where he's, he's gonna win the rumble, probably. That that's just my take on it. But yeah, I, I he is gonna win the money in the bank. I yeah. think he's gonna win money in the bank or the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I hope he doesn't win money in the bank. I hope uh, he wins the Rumble. I hope he does not win money in the bank. Now here's why is that? It's almost like a, Adam. Why is that? Adam, like, why is that? Because it's almost like if he wins the money in the bank, it's like it's a given that this, he's gonna win everything. Because the way they the way they promote money in the bank, when you cash it in, you win. I want it to be a straight up match between Cody and whoever. I don't want him yeah. to take advantage of a fallen uh, whoever's champion at the time. I want to I want to see the presentation. Cody versus Roman or Cody versus whoever. I want to see the big presentation. The build I think, the whole nine yards. 
I think if Cody wins Money in the Bank, he's going to say, "I'm yeah. going to cash. I'm going to cash in on this date yep. at this time in a match." Doug Cena did he, it. That's the only Doug, Doug Cena did it. that is that right there. Yes, even if he does that, but just the way WWE does shit, I'm just afraid they won't do that. Yep. The only people. Build up. Yep. Cena and Rob Van Dam are the only two that said. I'm going to do it on this day, on this time. Try to beat me. Now, I just want to see WWE doing it with Cody. I mean, because you know how they do booking. I would just yep. rather see, hey, he's the Royal Rumble winner. We're going to put, we're, for three months, we're going to put Cody on this pedestal from January to April. I want to see him just say, this is what we got coming, guys. I want the three-month buildup. I want the whole nine yards. I want everything. I think they're all waiting on what The Rock's uh, schedule is looking like. Oh yeah, I saw rocks. in our in our Twitter group chat, Money Mike, yeah. we love you, buddy. We miss you. Um, posted an article about oh, The Rock has no movie bookings for Q1 of 2023. Hmm. Slow your roll. But it's an insurance yeah. thing too, because if he gets hurt, it's an insurance thing with the companies. Just because yeah, he don't true, have bookings for also, movies, if he gets hurt, the hell is supposed to launch in February 2023. Yeah, go Guardians. So, uh, tell you I what, think the only at, reason look, he has yeah. no bookings for the first quarter of 2033 is because he's launching a fucking football organization. Yeah. Speaking and of. God bless him. He's got a Disney deal already. Yeah, he's got Disney. It's going to be. They've got mainstream uh, television slot for the new XFL, something oh, they've wow. never had. Tony Johnson is, is, is the man. Uh, real quick, I want to circle back to Money in the Bank, real quick. I've had this running gag. Uh, with my, the couple of wrestling friends I have here that, you know, uh, Connor, if one of them are brought to Top Guy Weekend, another guy named Mike, uh, no, nobody you know. Uh, I've had this running gag for six years with him now. Every year, I predicted the same man to win Money in the Bank because eventually a broken clock is going to be right. I picked I picked Kevin Owens to win the Money in the Bank every <laughs> fucking year. And every year, it always seems like every year he's the last guy reaching up before he gets knocked out and the winner gets the briefcase. And it's pissing me off. See, my so pick is his best friend, Sami Zayn. You know what? You know pisses me the hell off? No, I actually, I got, um, I'm sorry, Anthony. Uh, no. what, De what Devin said, Sami Zayn winning the money in the bank, that could be very entertaining. That'd be cool. Yes, it would. God, him teasing, cashing it, teasing it. I think I'm just going to wait. I just, I'm locker room leader. I'm going to wait. I would yeah. love to see him win money in the bank. Anthony? I got to go off topic for a second. Had this conspiracy against him? No, no, I don't no think one can like stop him because he's got an oh, open contract. Oh, yes, yes. You know, I think here's something that no one ever talks about, that there's an actual contract in that briefcase. You know, I think, I, I think that – we see Sami Zayn like win the world title. He, he sneaks in a win. He's got the world championship, but the like the the next Raw or or before Raw is over, turns out that contract's not in the briefcase. Or they have or a lock on the briefcase. He can't open it. He can't open the briefcase that, to, to access the contract because it's locked. That would have been so great. That that will be so great. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, they could do a lot of things with Sami Zayn in that briefcase. Uh, that'd be entertaining as hell. Yeah. Not as entertaining as what you're Either about to hear. Either him or me. Kevin Owens would be better than Otis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't get me started on Otis. They, oh, they dropped the ball with that. 
What what was it you were about to say, Pyres? Yeah. Okay. Off topic. This is completely off topic. There is something that has bothered me. Yeah, oh, God is right. There's something, there is something that's bothered me for 40 years, and i got to get this off my chest. And I know I know it's coming. Guys, Charlie Brown. The Charlie Brown specials. God bless Charlie. Everyone loves that bald-headed, curly, Jerry Curly hair in the front guy. But you know who I freaking hate more than life itself is Lucy Van fucking Pelt. The goddamn bitch of the goddamn Peanuts Gallery. She shows up there every single goddamn episode, and she calls him a blockhead. Christmas episode. Christmas episode. Okay, the freaking kid is in charge. He's, what, six years old, seven, eight, eight at best. They send him out to direct a play and have him to go tell him to go get a goddamn Christmas tree. What does he do? He goes out and get the best Christmas tree that not only he can afford, but the best Christmas tree that he can carry because he's eight freaking years old. He shows up and what do they do? What does Lucy Van Pelt do? She sits there and shits. Take she pulls it pulls down her pants or pulls whatever her underwear from that ridiculous dress that she wears and takes a virtual shit all over this guy she sits there and craps all over him while he tries to bring these bastards the spirit of christmas and at the end of the whole thing it's like oh charlie brown you're a bastard you're a loser you suck but what happens at the end? It's friggin' Linus. It's Linus that gives, gets the speech. And all of a sudden, you know what she says? You know what she says after Linus gives the speech? Charlie Brown may be a blockhead, but he did get a nice tree. Fuck. Excuse my language. Fuck you, Lucy Van Pelt. I hope you get run over by a frickin' car. I hope you get frickin' run over by a car, a tractor, whatever the hell you want to do. She shits on him for the goddamn Christmas tree. She oh, shits God. on him. She shits on him for making toast at Thanksgiving. You know something? That bitch was so that was so unloved by her family. They wouldn't have her over for Thanksgiving frickin' dinner. And she sits there and craps all over this nice young boy who makes her toast freaking toast listen i was eight years old once folks toast is not an easy thing to make and she sits there and shits all over him lucy van pelt you are it, 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 in deference to our in, in deference to our friends at filter free podcast lucy van pelt you are the douche canoe of the freaking century that's all i got i hope a piano falls on your face Speaking of filter-free podcast, um, I have been informed that we can expect all uh, the cast members of filter-free podcast at some point during our marathon highly intoxicated. It should be a wonderful time. The last time I had a conversation with TJ when he was intoxicated was uh, at Full Gear, and we were on the phone, and I was telling him about how much I loved it, and he just shit all over it. And then up, I though. proceeded to verbally destroy him. It was a it was and, a fun time. Joke and by the way, history. what the hell qualifies Lucy as a goddamn psychiatrist, um, bitch? Uh, she only charges five cents. So Zack Saber Junior versus that was a lot of money to an eight year old boy. They're putting on a seven year a seven star classic here that we're we're talking over. Uh, does, does anybody remember we're watching the G1 Supercard tonight? You mean we haven't jumped back in time to the first WrestleMania? Uh, no, no. Yeah, but you, gotta, you gotta remember the Peanuts game is, 
the Peanuts gang is facing all these problems. Meanwhile, Snoopy is just like living free, have no worries in the world. Oh Sean God! Red he sits there. He sits there. He shits in the yard. Uh, you know, he lives his best life. The bear. He he crashes his plane at Christmas. The Baron lets him go. I'd have shot Snoopy in the head because that freaking dog laughed at Charlie Brown too. <laughs> Screw Snoopy! Screw Snoopy! It reminds me of the Family Guy skit where uh, Peter Griffin shows up, grabs the ball, and beats the crap. Greatest moment in television history. Because Lucy Van Pelt freaking deserved it. And that's all I got for Lucy Van Pelt. Rant number one, market rant number one of the day. Actually, you stopped for a full 30 seconds by rule. That is now rant number two. Oh, sorry. No, No, my rant. My rant number two is going to come later. Oh, wait till I wait. That'll wait till I. Number three. I got a Before question. you continued on your diatribe with Lucy, the record will reflect you stopped for at least thirty seconds. By rule, that concludes rant number one. You started rant number two by finishing up your little speech here about Snoopy and Lucy Van Bell. Because I needed to let a smoke. Because after I'm done with Lucy Van Pelt, Michael. Thirty seconds to light a cigarette. Well, I. I use matches for the most part, so it's difficult. Okay, don't get don't get me started on Michael Cutler Hawk from over the top. Oh jeez. Um, oh, somebody said, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Fine, I'll go. I'll go into this right now if you want me to. Michael no, freaking Cutler Hawk, this rich bastard, this little rich bastard who had Robert Loja as his grandfather and Terry freaking Funk as his bodyguard. He sits there in his little military thing. He goes out there day in and day out and shits all over his father, who's a goddamn trucker who just wants to provide for his son. But no, the kid's got to talk about how his father's a hustler when he beats the guy that looks like Moondog Spot in an arm wrestling match at a diner in friggin' Arizona. And then, as the as his father tries to connect with him, he sits, he, he, he lets him drive the truck. Oh, Dad, I drove a dune buggy once. You know what, kid? Screw you up. I'm sorry, Henry's got his hand up, so what, what do you got? Actually, I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very friggin' much. The kid sits there, shits all over his father during a cross-country trip to go visit his dying mother. And he goes out there day in and day out and just tells his father what a loser he is. Sylvester frickin' Stallone, Lincoln Hawk, 1986 Las Vegas arm wrestling champion, that he's a loser, that he owes nothing. And then the kid steals a car. The kid's a thief. He's a liar. He's a whiny little bitch. (laughs) Anthony, you're, you're yeah. this rant was so good. Sapphire came to check it out. Wait, what? what oh, oh, Brandy, is that your is that your beautiful pussy there? Yes. Let, let's Adam, see it. Princess Adam, Dane to been, join us. Adam has been unusually quiet tonight. Wait, what is Anthony's thoughts on peppermint patty? Oh, that that little that little bitch. <laughs> she goes out there. She calls him Chuck. She was, listen, Peppermint Patty is not without fault. She was at that goddamn uh, Thanksgiving dinner, and she is the one, she's the one that pressured Chuck, as she calls him, uh, to make her to make her a dinner. You know why? Because her family hated her. And by the way, why does Marcy call her sir? Is she really Peppermint Patty or Peppermint Patrick? She treats, <laughs> she treats that, Marcy. Peppermint Patty is her dom. 
So she treats oh dumb. She <laughs> treats Marcy like she treats Marcy like a second class citizen. And goddamn Marcy and goddamn Marcy's the nicest human being who's as nice as can be to to, to Charlie Brown. But hey Chuck, <laughs> hey this is awesome. Why don't you why don't you make me this? And you know what? Screw that entire neighborhood for giving that boy rocks. God damn it. He shows up in a goddamn Halloween costume. Just one how to you all listen. There are seven of us in this conversation. We all put on costumes, masks, and things for Halloween. We got candy. We got Reese's peanut butter cups, baby roots, which by the way, my father made me give him all this baby roots, that bastard. But no, what did Charlie Brown freaking get? He got rocks. Those freaking which means the neighborhood had to be prepared for Charlie Brown to give him rocks. The poor. I'm sorry, guys. I gotta. I feel like I'm bored. I think I feel like I'm going through Anthony's childhood stuff. He's got memories. I'm the only guy that I'm the only guy that watched this thing, saying, "Why the hell are they being so mean to him?" I mean, I would. I admit, seventh grade, I was bullied until I joined a gang, the the damn rascals, and we started bullying other kids. But I knew what it was like to be bullied. I know what it's like. Now I'm a nice man. I'm, I'm nice. I'm charitable. I bought a copy of We Are the World. But for God's sakes, Peppermint Patty was one of the was the second in command to Lucy Van Pelt in thinking that Charlie Brown was some kind of a, a slave that she could just force her way upon and make him do her bidding. Oh it's God. bullshit. It's Sorry, bullshit. That kickout kick was so. I thought the match was over right there. Yeah, no. Uh, that that Guys, that was like. I apologize for that rant. Someone give me a time check real quick. <laughs> what about what's not, Pirates? I'm at 2230. What about what's not? 2232, 33. So we're not going to go past that. We're, you were in the yep. group called the Rascals. Were you spanky? Where were you in the Rascals? I was, we, were the, we were the damn freaking Rascals, for uh, God's sakes. Okay. You know, we were the guys. We were the guys that listened to Ozzy Osbourne. Which my parents wouldn't let. Which my parents wouldn't let me listen to. Listen, serious question, serious problem. My parents would not allow our driver, our chauffeur driver, to take me to the 1986 uh, uh, show, uh, Ultimate Sin Ozzy Osbourne tour. I had to go. I had to find friends. Of course, I had to pay them. I had to find friends to take me to concerts back in the day. I thought '86. You were like 35, so I thought you could just go on your own. <laughs> I think Adam, you should look at the match. <laughs> hey, Anthony, let me ask you a question. Were Please you, do. Were you a part of the greasers or the soaps? Oh, greasers. Oh, I was a pony boy. I was a pony boy fan all the way. But I hated, I hated that freaking Ralph Macchio kid. Karate Kid, he pissed me off more than anybody else. You should have seen me back in the days of the Karate Kid Part 3 message boards back in the IMDB days. That freaking kid. That freaking kid. Oh, Mr. Miyagi. That freaking the, the old man, the old Japanese man, Mr. Miyagi, gave him confidence. He gave him a car. And what does he do? He blames he blames Allie for destroying his car on prom night. When in reality, she was sick of his bullshit. Did you see his did you see his tuxedo that he wore to prom night? It was it was the nineteen eighties. Karate first scene in oh, sorry, Henry God. I, I apologize because I'm getting to where I like this. But has has anybody else reached the end of the match, or am I yes. the only one? Zach's here. Yeah, well, yeah that's it. Okay. And Pyrus just did his fifth rant of the night. Well, uh, the, the fifth rant will continue because when I, when I get into Daniel freaking Larusso. 
So what we're going to do here is we're going to take a brief intermission. We're not actually stopping the show, but for those of us that aren't watching on the Ring of Honor, fuck on the Honor Club, we're going to stop for just a moment to let the people who are watching in New Japan catch up with us and select the next match. I've right. stopped. I am at two hours, 24 minutes, 49 seconds. They're preparing to introduce the next match. 22449. Yeah, that was I, I stopped play to I stopped it at exactly the same time you did. Adam, you're a good man. Better than I could ever hope to be. I'm almost there. You're such a sweetheart. But you will never have this beautiful head of hair. Look at this. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. And by the way, my fundraiser is still thirteen hundred away from uh I've extended it to the end of June. So if you guys want to shave my head at Top Guy Weekend. Man, get on the GoFundMe, Tomorrow Fund, Anthony Pyrus. Go to my Twitter feed, Top Thing, Hoboken underscore Cobbler. Donate, and you can shave my head. I'm curious where your tagline comes from, Hoboken Cobbler. Have you talked about that? Do you ever watch Better Call Saul? I saw some of it, yeah. Okay. There is apparently an underground movement. I'm sorry, Henry, are we, are we on the next match? Are we good? Or? Are we ready to continue, everybody? I'm yeah, about I am. I'm sorry. You're, you're fine. Apparently, there is an underground movement of men who release videos of themselves sitting in pie. Yes. Is that for our gratification? <laughs> for gratification, there are men, apparently, I'm not sure if this is true or not. It's called Hoboken Squat Cobbler or Dutch Apple Ass, Simple Simon the Ass Man. Boston cream splat. Sorry, I asked. <laughs> Apparently, they they sit they sit in a pie. They sit in pie and they wiggle around. Oh, I'm man. not sure if this is real or not, but thank you, Phil. I have a question. By the way, Phil, yeah, good. Are they like twelve inch pies, or do they make like really big pies? Oh my! No, 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 they're, no, they're they're they're. They are reg they are regular twelve inches that you would find around you know that you'd find in your basic grocery store, um, and basically and by the way the rule is apparently men have to be fully clothed it's not like naked men doing things sometimes they wear diapers sometimes they wear baby onesies and they they jump in the pie they wiggle around and they show the results on their on their asses and they apparently the onesies. Up, up, well, those are crybaby squats, so they're special. And some men can put out real tears, so it's, it's very, very special. Apparently, I thought it was when I. If we're all at the right time code, and everybody's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> if you're once going with us on the Honor Club, haven't turned this off by now. We are in two hours, forty-nine or twenty-four minutes, forty-nine seconds. Um. Everybody's ready. Brandy, you want to go ahead and do the countdown again? <laughs> yes. Uh, three, two, one. Go back. We're going to talk about God. anything except that. Brandy, I love your countdowns. I'd like to say goodbye to all the. I'd like to say goodbye to all the fans of Top Guy Theater since I will never be invited back again. I feel like I've had two different questions on two different Top Guys that have pretty much ruined the show. One being with Frank Bruno. Uh, about a certain colored food, but then uh, I feel like I ruined the show by asking what your tagline was. Oh my no. god! 
I'm, I'm going to take the lead here for just a second because I think we please. still have a ways to go, and I think please Adam do ultimately going to be proven wrong because I think I'm about to ruin the show. Um, ladies and gentlemen, before we move on to map it tonight, I want to say a few words about something that I've been holding in now for more than a week. I want to make perfectly clear before I keep going any further that what I am about to say only represents my own opinion. I do not claim to speak for anybody else. I don't claim to speak for Top Guy Theater. I don't claim to speak for anybody that has chosen to join us tonight. And I will say right now that if what I'm about to say ultimately offends some of our listening public, I'm sorry, but I'm a, I feel the need to say what needs to be said. Phil, if you could do me a favor and throw up on screen the uh, little banner that says, if you're seeing this, we forgot to cut this segment. Because ultimately, there's going to have to be a little bit of editorial control here, I think. And nah. are, you, are you absolutely sure? We don't cut anything out of the show. Fair enough. So last Saturday, as we were getting ready to do the Montreal Screwjob Survivor Series 1997, I put together something that I genuinely felt was special. For the first time that I can remember to open the NFL season in September, the Buffalo Bills are going to be playing in the home opener. Well, not in the home opener. That would indicate that we're playing in Buffalo. But we are playing in the season opening game against the Los Angeles Rams. And that was the first time that I could remember that happening in my long fandom since the Music City Miracle. And I was prepared to basically kind of hijack a little bit of the show with it. <laughs> But between the time we finished formatting on Saturday and we ultimately went to record on Sunday, an awful tragedy happened in Buffalo, New York, last Saturday afternoon. Yep. It left 10 people dead, three more wounded, and damaged a vibrant community in the city of Buffalo, New York. I, I'll be honest, I, seeing some of the things that I've seen the last week have shaken me to my core. I genuinely cannot understand for the life of me how such hatred and such evil can still exist in this world today. Yep. The person who I won't name by name is Erie County Jail inmate 153107, and he will be dead until either the federal government takes his life or having been found guilty by a jury of his peers on 10 counts of murder in the first degree, spends the rest of his life in a New York State maximum security prison where he belongs. He deserves what he's going to get, one way or the other. But earlier this week, and it's why I dug this up, this is actually kind of special to me. Brandy got this for me as a gift. I broke this out because earlier this week, I saw something that gave me a renewed sense of hope in the community. On Wednesday, team members from the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bandits, which is a National Lacrosse League team that shares their, their home arena with the Buffalo Sabres, and the Sabres themselves all went down to that neighborhood in Buffalo. They handed out food. They tried to bring a little bit of hope. And they fed about 750 people. The day after that, former Buffalo Bills players of all stripes and colors from different parts of the country made their way to New York or made their way to that part of Buffalo, too. As did Buffalo Bills, Sabres, and Bandits owners Terry and Kim Pagula and NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. I've said vile and nasty things about Roger Goodell, both in public and in private. Some of them I've even said here. Roger Goodell, however, for what he chose to do to try to bring a little bit of hope and opportunity back to the people of Buffalo, New York, 
However I might feel about him as commissioner of the league, he has my undying respect, as do the players of the Bills, the Bandits, the Sabres, some of the legends of the Buffalo Bills that took time out of their own busy lives to come back home and try to repair some of the damage done by a vile, evil human being. Martin Luther King Jr. said in a speech in Washington that he had a dream that one day that man would not be judged by the color of his skin, but by the content of his character. I do not understand for the life of me why almost 60 years on from that iconic speech that instead of trying to judge people by how they act and how they treat us, we still look down on one another because there are people in this world that think that just because you're not the same color they are, that you don't count, that you aren't as good as they are. And that ultimately disgusts me down to my core. I had wanted to say all of this last week and to let myself talk myself out of it because I felt like it was too raw to do that soon after such a tragedy. And ultimately, I'm glad I did because seeing seeing the Bills and the Sabres and the Bandits come out as a family to try to help prepare the community gives me a legitimate vision of hope as a integral part of the community of Buffalo, New York, the city of good neighbors tries to rebuild itself again. If I can uh, take over for just a second. In the words of Dr. Martin Luther King, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only love can do that. Hatred cannot drive out hatred. Only love can do that. Beautifully said. The only way we can fight these people who seek to divide us and to seek to other us uh, based on our color, based on our religious beliefs, based on our political beliefs, based on who we love. The only thing we can do is continue to spread the message of love and acceptance and to continue to hold out the hand for the person that's stumbling, for the person that's falling, and to lift them up and to say, I've got you. Because at the end of the day, there's only one race. There's the human race and we will absolutely destroy each other if we let us but we have to it's so hard it's so easy to be jaded by all the horrible things that that happen and we cannot let them take our compassion We cannot let them take our love and our empathy because that's how they win. And that's how this will end is that we are going to continue to fight, that we are going to band together and we are going to take a stand and say that Dr. King's dream is not dead. We've got a lot of work to do. But we're here and we're fighting. And if you're someone who's ever been marginalized or victimized, we see you. 
We are here for you. I had this happen with someone who I thought was a friend and they called someone, another wrestler who is muscular, a man, because they don't have the body that's feminine. And it's terrible that people still think that way. Just let people be who they are. Because that's our greatest strength is that we are all not the same. I am not the same as Anthony. I am not the same as Henry. I am not the same as Antonio. But we all bring different things to this world that make it better. Well said. I, I, I didn't want to interrupt you, Brandy. But in closing, before we actually go on to the actual segment for Mappet for the show tonight, I want to close by saying this. All of the topics that we've just discussed are things that we typically tend to try to avoid in large part because for the for the large part, this is something that we all do to try to have fun, to try to have a good time and to try to get to know people better. I said at the beginning that I spoke only for myself. I can tell based on the reaction I got from everybody else after I started that that isn't the case. But I said that because I made a decision on my own before we went to air last week that at some point I was going to say something. This may not be seen by very many people. I have no idea if ultimately it'll be seen at all. But as far as I'm concerned, even if what I'm saying is only heard by the seven of us, I, for lack of a better turn of phrase, have a pulpit of sorts. And I feel that it's not right and it's disingenuous to not use that pulpit every once in a while for the betterment of society as a whole. And I, I do want to apologize. I imagine that there are people that are going to hear what we've said tonight that will be offended. Screw them. I, Screw them. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you said it better. You, you, I could not have said it better than you or, or you and Brandy. Honest to God. I think uh, with that, Phil, I think no. I want to try to go back to the normal Wait, spirit of our Antonio show. wants to say something. Go ahead. Okay. So I don't know if I ever, I ever told you guys this, but like maybe like maybe kind of be a couple years ago on my bus like i never encountered people judging me because of my race because i'm puerto rican and like just like this passenger i had on my bus was unruly or whatever so i pulled over and told him like he gotta get off like what are you doing whatever just out of blue he called me uh no offense I mean, um, you can bleep it out, but he called me a spick and all that. Just called me racist stuff. I mean, I didn't think nothing of it, whatever. But he got off, whatever. But that was my first, like, true experience of people that hate people because of their color of their skin. See, I'm unique in that I'm the only person in our group that's actually met you face-to-face, I think. And you know what my honest-to-God first reaction was when I saw you? God, he's got a small penis. <laughs> that was my second thought. My you first that, thought. Met him over the internet. <laughs> my first thought was he's just as tall in person as he is on camera. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you mentioned something real quick earlier about you know we're, we're all about having fun to meet new people. We have kind of this agreement that when this show stops being fun for us is when we stop doing this show. Yeah, because we're all about having fun. But I didn't suck all the fun out tonight, did I? 
No, no, no. no. What, what, no, what I'm no, saying is, no, but, not at all. No, it had to be said. It had to be said. Exactly. You know, but uh, along with the fun stuff is we're 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 a team and we're friends, and there are modern events that go hand in hand with what we do and what we discuss and what we watch that need to be addressed. And you know, I I personally myself as the substitute host, and I'm sure if Frank were here, he'd be saying the same thing. Yeah. Screw anyone that's offended by it. I, I speak for Frank in that regard. Yes, you're 100 percent right, Phil. And, and see, being from Alabama, you know, and you guys from New York and Alaska and Maryland and everything down here, we don't go through a lot of that stuff, what, like the shootings and whatnot, because down south, all we care about is drinking beer and being rednecks. So, you and your sister? That's what no, most people cousin. in my part of New York care about. Too. Cousins. <laughs> cousin. Okay, second, I'm sorry. Second and third cousins, preferably. But anyway. Just um, say we don't go through that, you know, because it's, I don't want to say it's unheard of, you know, we go through our things down here, but I mean, I just can't imagine having to go through that. I mean, I, I, it's crazy. I can't imagine. You know, I, I think I am ready to be mapped. Map me hard, Henry. Oh, God. Bring it on. Hold on. Let's put on my raincoat, please. Oh, my God. Could be a thunderstorm in here or something. It's so fun. Look at uh, Devin. He's ready to. Fight. Yo, ho, ho. Hey! Blow me down! Na 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 na! It's like I said at the beginning of the show tonight. Tonight's New Japan Pro Wrestling Ring of Honor G1 Supercard takes place from inside fabulous Madison Square Garden in Manhattan in New York City. Because we've covered so many WWE events from this venue ad nauseum, I, I'm not going to talk about the location tonight. I am instead going to delve into a little bit of the research that I did. And to start, I'm going to go back to November the 14th, 1960. Why is that date important? That was the last time a non-WWE event takes place at Madison Square Garden prior to tonight's show. It features a card that is headlined by Antonio Roca and future WWE champion and Hall of Famer Bruno San Martino, promoted by a man by the name of Jack Pfeffer. I think I'm saying that right. I might not be. Pfeffer. Pfeffer, yep. Yep. From 1960 until this show in 2019, Madison Square Garden was the exclusive home of events put on by a company that began its life as the Capital Wrestling Corporation that would become the WWWF, the World Wrestling Federation, and then now modern-day WWE. WCW never ran shows here. ECW never ran shows here. Um, Jim Crockett Promotions, before they were bought by Turner, though they tried to make runs into the Northeast, they never came to the garden. Um, let me see here. I went down a little too far, but I think I still got it. Um, other major promotions in the U.S. now, such as Impact Wrestling and All Elite Wrestling, have yet to try to run Madison Square Garden. This is a unique event in that it is a first for the first time in almost 60 years. Um, New Japan is very, from how I understand some of the things I researched, 
New Japan Pro Wrestling is the number one professional wrestling organization in Japan. It is bigger than any of its competition. It is also because of their past affiliations with companies such as Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling and AEW and WWE and WCW, one of the better known Japanese companies in the United States. This show had a crowd of over 16,000 people. You can tell by the way that they have MSG set up, which reminds me a little bit of how WWE used to do it. In some of the past shows that we've covered from the Garden, Royal Rumble 2000 being a perfect example, when they would do the hard camera shots, you could see down the aisle. They have the arena set up differently for this, which I think is kind of nice. It doesn't, it gives off less of that new era WWE vibe. Um, the previous year's event that ran with a supercard title for Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor's Supercard of Honor 12, concurrently was held with WrestleMania 34 weekend. And it was run from the Uno Lakefront Arena on April 7th, 2018, in front of a sellout crowd of 6,100 people. The main event of that pay-per-view featured Dalton Castle defeating Marty Scroll for the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. And what is a legitimate first for us, I get to talk about a WWE event without covering that WWE event. Um, this same weekend, WWE holds two separate events. Its NXT bannered program will hold... NXT TakeOver New York, the night before this show, from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. The main event of that show is a two out of three falls match for the vacant NXT championship between Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole in front of a sold-out crowd of 15,167 people. Great match. The main event of the weekend that until the two-night WrestleMania format became popular with the COVID-19 pandemic, however, ultimately isn't the NXT show. It's not this one that we're watching tonight. It is WrestleMania 35, which takes place the next day after this show, April 7th, from MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. MetLife Stadium is, of course, known as the home of two professional NFL franchises, the New Jersey Giants and the New Jersey Jets. So I don't give a fuck what anybody says. New York State's represented by only one NFL franchise. It's not the Giants or the Jets. It's the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills! Thank you, Antonio. In front of a sold-out <laughs> crowd of... I didn't actually document the number. The main event of the show this night is a legitimate first for WWE. For the first time in its 35-year history, a winner-take-all match for the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships would see Raw champion Ronda Rousey defend her title against SmackDown's champion Charlotte Flair and the winner of the 2019 Women's Royal Rumble, Becky Lynch, which was a major departure from past pay-per-views where it was the men's matches that headlined the end of the show. Becky Lynch would win that match and would start a reign as Becky Two Belts, which would last several months until she ultimately dropped the SmackDown Women's Championship, I think, in July. She would hold the Raw Women's Championship until April of 2020 when she took hiatus from the company because she announced when she surrendered the belt, actually, which was kind of unique in and of itself because the winner of the 2020 Women's Money in the Bank match became the Raw Women's Champion. Oscar won the title after Becky Lynch forfeited it to take a hiatus to go and have her little baby girl, which she did before the end of 2020. This is the last full house WrestleMania until this year's two night spectacular from AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. The 2020 WrestleMania 
was held at the WWE Performance Center, and the 2021 WrestleMania was held over two nights from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, Florida, the home of the former reigning and defending world champions of football led by NFL quarterback Tom Brady. Tom freaking Brady. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's all I got. And that we're all quiet. Go Pats! Go Bells. <laughs> no, you was talking about WWE when they run here at Madison Square Garden. The different camera work and different angles. That for some reason, they make it look bigger here than what WWE does. I mean, just because of the, the different camera angles and whatnot that they're the, doing here. The lighting was the lighting was unique too. It just makes it it just makes it look bigger than what mm-hmm. WWE does when they run in here. Yep. Well, it's if you're it's just crazy. Penn Station's like right under it. Yes, that was that's the cool part. We took. I was. Uh, uh, with my ex at the time, and we took, we literally took the Long Island Railroad train from their house out um, on Long Island. We took the Long Island Railroad right to Penn Station, literally go up two flights of stairs, and is bam, is right there. Oh, Brady, did, did you go to the WrestleMania? I did not. I, I made okay. the executive decision. It turned out to be the right decision to not do yep. that. <laughs> and- I, I do want to say movie. one more thing because we've apparently lost our host. I don't know where Phil went, but at the moment, I guess I'm in charge. Um, you know what really grinds <laughs> my gears? <laughs> you will make it. The eight-hour WrestleMania format. Oh, yeah, I hate that. Now, back in the day, WrestleMania Four is a perfect example of this. That pay-per-view does run close to four hours. I was there. Because of the story that they built for it, you are crowning a vacant – You well, you are crowning a new and undisputed – World Wrestling yep. Federation champion. A 14-man tournament that takes place exclusively within that pay-per-view makes it make sense that that pay-per-view runs for four hours. Yep. And I get that WWE has a lot of talent, and I get that running a stadium show, especially that close to the bright lights and the big city of the biggest city in the United States of America, has to cost money, and probably a very pretty penny of it. But eight fucking... Hours. Like, <laughs> I didn't even watch the whole damn yep. pay-per-view. I came in and I was watching Kofi Kingston begin his reign as WWE champion by beating Randy Orton. Yep. And I said to myself, that's it. That, that We're going to get the women's match next. And there were more matches and more matches and more matches. I've invested by this point two and a half hours into a pay-per-view. I didn't even really want to watch. I just wanted to see the main event. And then it gets to be almost midnight, and they're starting to introduce the wrestlers for the main event match. And at this point, I'm invested. I I want to go to bed, and I want to say, fuck it. But I'm witnessing history in the making. Yep. I just have to deal in the morning. Well, Henry, let me ask you, uh, WrestleMania 35, if they ended up with the two-night format, have the one night Daniel Bryan and Kofi, and then the other yep. night... Uh, Rhonda, yep. Charlotte, yep. and Becky. Do you think people would have been more invested? Yes. I don't know that you could have sold out MetLife Stadium in 2019 twice. Yeah, but I by mean, time- it's WWE. They are going to sell out. I mean, they're going to say they're going to sell out. They're going to have a full crowd and make it look like they sold out no matter what. Um, especially because WrestleMania is literally people will fly in from across the world 
to be part of this weekend. Um, I think it would have gone over better, especially for the women at the end, because literally at midnight, I'm just laying there like, I can't even be happy. I'm so fucking exhausted. Like, yeah. We're tired. Yeah, I was like, I was ready to go to bed. Yeah. On the East Coast, I've been watching this five. I've been with the pre-show since five o'clock. Yep. You know, I think I'm in the minority here. Every year with WrestleMania, whether it's bad or it's good, I you know I thought this year's this past year's card, other than two matches, was gonna suck. But WrestleMania, oh, this- WrestleMania both nights was great. Yep. And, yep. I think at this point we're just talking about yeah. the time constraint, like yeah. an eight-hour uh, yeah. marathon. Yeah. How good it I is. Think I mean, the minority is what I'm saying is it, it doesn't matter what 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 two hour, two night, eight hours doesn't matter. I sit through the whole thing and I'm I'm into it the whole time. I don't go, God, yep. I want this to be over with. I'm into the whole thing. I mean, after the fact, when it's all, I over, agree. Woo, woo, I can't believe. By it's the way, night, but but I don't even look at the time. Based upon age, let me ask this question. Am I the only guy in this room who has watched every WrestleMania as it happened? I think so. Uh, based yes. on based on age. The I'm not questioning your fandom. I mean, Devin, you're 24, so obviously the answer is no. Yeah. The first <laughs> I, I saw it. live. I uh, think you're the only one that's old enough to have watched every WrestleMania. Right. I was, I was 12 years old at the Dunkin' Donuts Center watching WrestleMania 1 on closed circuit TV. So WrestleMania, my point is WrestleMania means something to me. Mm. That's my Super Bowl, unless the Pats are in it. The first media I saw live was 8, and I've seen every WrestleMania live since WrestleMania 8. Yep. And that's age, I saw Yes. Now, now here's the thing. I will tell you, I've seen WrestleMania four more than all the other WrestleManias ever. That, that I was there. That stands to to me. I, I don't know. I know a lot of people are not a fan of, uh, of tournaments, but I I fucking love the whole thing, start to finish. Fif- but, you know, fifteen year fifteen year old me was losing his shit the entire day <laughs> because oh my god, a I'm at WrestleMania. B, I'm going to see the world. I'm going to see a new world champion crowned. I, I have to ask a question. Good. I know with with WrestleMania four, which is something I don't think we've covered before at Top Guy Theater, and I'd like to at some point. There was a buildup. DiBiase and were you about to say something, Adam? Oh no, I'm doing Macho Man. Oh yeah, Macho Man. So I think uh, WrestleMania four told a story. They yep. screwed Hogan out of the title, but because they did it in such a way that it so flagrantly went against the rules, they decided to have a tournament at WrestleMania. Yep. Yep. The show that we covered a couple weeks ago, Deadly Games, uh, we never, I don't think we ever actually talked about it. We might have, and I just don't remember it. So, hi, how Thor. exactly did the WWE title become vacant there? Say hi, buddy. The, are you talking about Deadly Game 98? Deadly, yeah. Is that your twin, Phil? This is Thor. No. Thor, how are you? He is about 110 pounds now. He is. Oh my gosh! And uh, my my left leg is 110 pounds. He was uh, scraping at the door. He wanted in. He wanted to say hello, hi. Puppy. Yeah. Hello, baby. Hello, baby. He loves all the attention. Yeah, he steals all the attention from the other dogs. Why do I have a feeling someone told me that before? Two. 
But to, but to answer that question, the title became vacant um, two months earlier when Kane and The Undertaker both pinned Steve Austin at the September pay-per-view. Um, and then they and then it was a Kane versus Undertaker match with Stone Cold as the referee. Stone Cold ended up stunning them both in October, which led to the Deadly Game tournament. No, that was the same pay-per-view. What's that? That was the same pay-per-view. You talking about the Undertaker and Kane? With Stone I will fight. I will fight you. Undertaker and Kane <laughs> wrestled in. I will. Undertaker and Kane wrestled in October. And with uh, with Austin as the referee, Austin refused to count, give somebody the victory. McMahon fired him, and then yep. Shane hired him back the next night as part of a ruse. Yep. Don't yep. question me on this one. I know this one. No, you're Wait, right. You're right. How come that, that this? I'm sorry to cut in, but the Charlie Brown thing we were talking about earlier. Did y'all see the guy in the front row with the Charlie Brown shirt? Where? <laughs> He was oh, standing wow. up, and he had the yellow shirt with the black line at the bottom. It was the Charlie Brown it. shirt. Yeah, I see it. That is Thank hilarious. God. Thank God that kid turned out okay because that bitch Lucy Van Pelt <laughs> was such a C-word. Oh, wow. I didn't say I it. I just said C-word. As someone uh, who I has one of those, out. I can agree with his assessment. Wow. Um, a win. Oh, this is just the third time that I've been on Top Guy Theater, and this is the second time that it's been for Madison Square Garden, a pay-per-view that we've been covering. <laughs> oh, yeah. cool. And it's not even a WWE pay-per-view, which is the ironic part. Yeah, the first one was my pick, uh, Survivor Series 2002. Shawn Michaels won the Elimination Chamber. No, I just seen the you finish of this you guys? Yeah, we just had to finish, yeah. And, uh, killer Lesnar. match, killer, killer match. And yep. Brock Lesnar yep. looking up Big Show for the first time with the F5. So I guess, uh, I guess since we're waiting for Henry, we can talk all kinds of shit about him. He's a dick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I still maintain he's Sheamus's uh, uh, cousin. Well, his height. Why? Because of how white he is. All right. He's pasty white. He's got the red. He's he's. I mean, he's tall. I mean, Seamus. So this pure white title. I love this belt. I love this pure white belt. The icy belt. I know so many people are so Kota Ibushi included were so upset when New Japan made the decision to unify yep. the IWGP Intercontinental and Heavyweight Titles to make the new ND, NJPW World Title. Yeah, the butterfly belt. Yes, the new butterfly belt. Kota's got some issues with New Japan. Let's listen to the world. Yes, that's another thing that's been going on. Kota's uh, put out some tweets, I want to say in the Mm. last week, Mm. um, exposing some of the the behind-the-scenes stuff that he's been dealing with with New Japan. He's been out with injury, and I guess they've kind of been not so subtly trying to rush him back into the ring, which is disgusting i mean i heard um, uh, um i heard rumors that new japan is like associated with the uh, yakuza i'm not allowed we, we, we can't we can't say that yep that's um, been a rumor on and off for like the last 60 years yeah okay. they don't honestly, have a lot look far enough back into the history of every business in japan you're probably going to find those ties 
That's um, just how vi uh, vitrulent or as, you know, just how uh, word not coming, uh, like pervasive that culture is. That subculture, I should say, it's a subculture, um, so, is uh, in Japan. I'm they don't have the white belt no more? I'm, I just, they got rid of the white belt? Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. oh I, I was going to say, you know, this uh, this main event is so long. I think we should go in and just get it rolling. We can we can speed Henry up when he gets back, because uh, this this is a I'm told a, a fantastic match, and it is yeah. It, it it's clocking in here at about 44 minutes. So I'm ready to get it rolling here if uh, if uh, everyone's ready. Yeah. I just got mine rolling. Uh, so where where do you do we want to start the um, the match the, like we have been? Four minutes what we and nine need seconds. is a time code for those honor code people. Yeah, four honor minutes. Okay, I have three forty-three thirty-seven. Three forty. That's when they show both on the screen together. Three forty-three yes, thirty-seven. Yes, perfect. Three forty-three forty-seven. If you are on Honor Club, if you're on New Japan World, just pick the right one. Three forty-three <laughs> thirty-seven. I'm at two fifty-eight twenty-six. Let's get back. Yeah, we're jumping the. We're jumping what is the Ring of Honor oh. main event uh, in the triple threat ladder match between. Give me just a second. I'll give you a time code for it. We are jumping ahead to our main event. What's that? We got one. Adam got one for us. Sorry about that. You're good. I got three forty-three thirty-seven. Okay, give me a second. It shows both guys on the on the big screen. That's a young looking Jay White, too, man. God. I know. This no is pre beard. Pre beard Jay White? This is pre beard Jay White. Oh, wait. Is that Ezekiel? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're ready for that final countdown, Brandy. I'm All ready. All right. I'm going to actually count forward in Japanese, and when I get to three, I'll say play. Ichi, ni, san, play. Sounds like my uh, STDs. I stepped out for a second to go to the bathroom. On my way back, I got hungry and found salad in the fridge. Did you toss that yourself, or did somebody toss it for you? I thought you might have fallen asleep on the toilet. We've oh, all done nah. that. I haven't done that in years. Do you know how hard it is to stand back up and fall asleep on the toilet? <laughs> Wait, Henry, if you're eating a salad, you got to be naked. <laughs> Only if he's eating it in the bathroom. Well, yeah. Now, what you're seeing on this video screen is all of the IWGP heavyweight champions. So that's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Like you saw Brock Lesnar, you see Naito, AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, Jay White. And that's who is the champion going into this. Jay White is the champion. Sasaki, Chono, Norton, Vader, Henry, Muda. I'm like sorry. Brooklyn Brawler. Did you just say the goddamn Brooklyn Brawler was the idea? I said Scott Norton. Wait, was that Shinsuke? Yep, Nakamura was champion. Oh wow. Incidentally, Brock Lesnar and Hulk Hogan were both the IWGP heavyweight champion. 
Yep. Hogan is different than the one that we're seeing tonight, though, I think. Yeah. Yes, it's a different version belt. This version belt that we see here, this is version four of the IWGP heavyweight title. It's not V1. No, it is V4. And honestly, it didn't slap its better looking belt. We we clock, we kid about the new NWJ NJPW World Championship because well it's it it looks like a butterfly. So it's the new butterfly belt. Yeah, we don't talk about the old butterfly belt because we know what that went through. Yep. Yeah, I gotta I gotta buy this belt eventually. Wait, I want this are this you talking about my... the Divas butterfly belt? No, the the actually good looking IWGP belt. Oh, the, the IWGP the V4. Yeah. I want this one. I screw, want that one. screw that Divas belt. No, that already happened. Oh. Ouch. So, so no, I have a question uh, for, uh, I'm not for the, those New Japan fans that we have. Um, How did Jay White get introduced to the Bully Club? He turned, uh, if, if memory serves me correctly, he turned on, he was brought in sort of like returning to the company. He was a white meat baby face. And eventually he turns on Okada and Gato joins him and Gato brings him into the Bullet Club. And at that point he's all in. And, and the, the story behind this was about three months earlier, he defeats Okada at the Tokyo Dome in like 15 minutes, which was unheard of for Okada to lose that quickly. But uh, White was running a huge, and I mean a huge, um, wave of momentum going into this. He had beaten Okada, he had just joined Bullet Club, he had beaten Tanahashi, and uh, which led to him being world champion, or IWGP heavyweight champion. Correct. And okay. just the Gato piece. Gato had been Okada's manager, like his second. In chaos, or- right? Yes, in chaos, since like the anointing of Okada. And right. Gato is also one of the bookers for New Japan. It's not so well kept secret. But after Jay White comes in and turns on Okada, or not really turns on, they weren't really officially friends. So it wasn't as bad. But when Gato turned on Okada to help Jay White and then thereby joining the bullet club that's really the kind of the crux of the whole story is they got gato to turn on okada which shows that there is no loyalty like money talks oh wow wow that's an intriguing story then so now we have the build up between them two fighting for the world championship right here Green Mika! i will say that uh switchblade has the has the best abs since John Morrison. No, di- no complaints here. What'd you guys think about him on AW the other day? Facing uh, Samoa Joe. Definitely, definitely teasing that forbidden door appearance. I loved him being there. I hate the spot they put him in. A lot of people thought it was going to be another famous Johnny. Um, 
You know, they got me that call. They, they got me. It so was hard not Gargano. That. It was Johnny of a thousand last names. Well, you know, Devin, God, you already know how I feel about it. We talked about that when we recorded the other day. So you already know how I feel about it. I've uh, oh, I've yeah. said this a million and one times. I don't put a lot of stock in Dave Meltzer's star rating system, but according to his rating system, there has not been one single man that has more have more five star matches in WWE in NXT than Johnny Gargano. And I, it's hard to disagree with the quality of that man's work and how much time and effort he puts into his craft. And he should be a top star anywhere. If he was three inches taller, he would be. And I hate that for what? him because he's an amazing competitor. Oh, absolutely. Um, honestly, I don't think you're going to see him like sign somewhere and be like full time anywhere for a while. Yeah, he and Candace both have expressed an interest in wanting to kind of step back, slow down, take care of their little baby. But if you're going to be in the Nashville area at the end of July for StarCast, you can meet one Johnny Gargano. I am so, it breaks my heart that I, I am not financially able to make that trip not even for SummerSlam, but for StarCast, and to, uh, to to meet some of those people, especially a Johnny Gargano. But uh, to Mr. Anthony Papyrus and all the other people going, I, I am so thrilled for you guys to go through that experience. So I'm not going uh, to StarCast. I'm actually going – I'm going with my wife for the weekend. And I'm going to WrestleMania, but I'm going to Filter Freeze – uh, dinner with Ricky Summer. Morton and Robert Gibbs. I'm not going Summer to SummerSlam. You're going to WrestleMania in July. I was told. Yeah. I was told. You now, I, maybe we'll check with Quello on this. That that Starcast committee completely ruined all of the plans that they had set up for that weekend. I'm going to say it probably put a dent in it, but um, bear in mind, I'll be with my wife, and I cannot afford two thousand dollars for the for the golden ticket that they're selling. Um, my plan is to still do and I talked to filter free. They're still doing all their stuff with, uh, the, uh, angels karaoke and, uh, the, the big dinner and I will be at SummerSlam, but I will not be in anywhere near Starcast. much to my chagrin. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather go to TGW. Yeah. That's yeah, coming I'm up. Going to TGW. I, wanted to, I, wanted, I wanted to be a part of at least one. Uh, Starcast, just to say I've been, and I, I want to go. This this is only three hours away. I want to go to this one. Yes, you know, there's there's so much going on at Starcast that I couldn't pick like one thing where it's like you know, all right, I only have enough money to do blank. I, I couldn't do it. Like there's so much happening that I would want to do as much as I possibly can, and I just don't have the funds for that when I feed eighteen kids. So um, I think about the eighteen now. Um, they just drop them off on my doorstep at this point. But I, I really, you know, as much as, you know, StarCast is a big deal, I, maybe I'll watch it on Fight because uh, you can do that. You can watch the entirety of StarCast on Fight. Um, I, uh, the, the Top Guy Weekend, that's an exclusive experience. Pub, the public can go to StarCast. Anyone totally can buy a agree. ticket to StarCast. Totally we, Top Guys, we, we get that exclusive deal with with ad free shows we yep. were seconds seconds away 
from having from singing karaoke with Tony Khan if it weren't for the 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 state fucking... of yeah the uh, the guy running the event the event coordinator fucking hotel GM bullshit yeah uh, because he didn't know that Tony Khan was in the building uh, you know otherwise they would have just let us go as long as we wanted yep. but Tony Khan was there right after we left some people got photos with him but singing karaoke with 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 Rebel and Tony Schiavone and Thunder Rosa and half the AEW roster and all I like so much happened that night. Like I mean, I, everyone talks about the interviews and the meet and greets. I think the karaoke stands head and shoulders above everything else on a something we didn't expect to happen and be probably the funnest thing we've ever done as far as a wrestling event goes. Far as far as inclusiveness, I'll never in my life forget that. And and Conrad's gonna have to work double hard to make Top Guy Weekend better than last year, if if, if that is even possible. You can see you can see my wall behind me. A lot of that is autographs I got last freaking year. That's, That's but most of mine are the same, Bubba. Mine are the same. Mine's the same thing. There's Arn, there's Double J, there's Jim Ross, there's the King, there's Kurt Angle. Um, uh, but that, uh, that experience is something else. I will say there, you know, there's a, they're having a wrestling event in the, in the Hyatt that we're staying at that weekend. And yeah. I've been saying it for months, kill across. I would love to have you on the show. Oh yes. We've been trying, yes. we've been reaching out, but now we are coming to you, sir. Yes. We will be in attendance. I will personally request your presence you'll probably give me a suplex and murder me and that's okay i'll take the hit but at least i can say i manned up and asked you in person to be on this show and um by the way Kill Cross is a great follow on twitter uh not because of kisses ass he's just a great guy to follow on twitter <laughs> hilarious um i i decorate definitely recommend to follow him and as a reminder any top guy any top guy that donates 50 or more to my children's cancer fundraiser gets to give one chop to the Ryland sex god. Eddie Prather, Eddie Prather, Eddie Prather's already got his reservation. He's in. So if I can top you? If you don't, Adam, if you donate 50 bucks, do the GoFundMe, which is on my Twitter page. You get a chop. You get a chop. Eddie Pratt has already got one. Don't let Eddie be. Don't let Eddie be the only one that gets to chop me. Come on. Choppy, choppy. So, uh, choppy, choppy, your PP. Is that, is that what we're doing? Do, Apparently. I, do I have to donate 30 more? Or does it have to be a full $50 donation? It, well, no. If you've donated 20 if you've donated 20 Another thirty gets you the chop. If then I got to spend some more to get down there. Dollars, two thousand dollars. This this beautiful head of hair gets shorn at Top Guy Weekend. Time out, time out. So if Devin decides to add the other thirty, he's not going to be at Top Guy Weekend, but I will. Can I chop you in his name? I will. I will love my attorney. So. I, I am his attorney. Where's you know, the so. puppy? Where is the puppy? Why is he, he crying? He wants out of the room. Come here. Come on out of the room. I am Devin's attorney on Kickout Crew, so I do represent him. I want to be chopped. 
if 20 people, if 20 people donate, I'm sorry, 40, if another 30 people donate 50 bucks, we'd meet our goal. I'm just saying, I'm just, as OJ Simpson likes to say on Twitter, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, uh, I was trained to talk. So, it, it turns out, guys, I actually have, uh, <clears throat> Sorry, I actually have some footage here of of, of Anthony, uh, what, what it's going to look like on Top Guy Weekend when he gets his chops. So I'm going to go, let me go and throw this up real quick here go for, for the world to see. There it is. <laughs> Get your chops. And boom, we know what happens then. And Anthony's ready for it. One I'm quick ready. swipe. I want it. I want it. I want to raise two grand for children's cancer. I want it. I can a machete then. You won't need a machete. You'll need like a uh, like a sewing needle for yours, probably. <laughs> <laughs> a butter a butter knife. A sewing needle will be fine. <laughs> Just heat it up real good. Slice it right off. Adult. <laughs> we'll send it to Henry. <laughs> Devin, they need to see the picture in the group chat, don't they? Oh, no. No, they do not. What <laughs> oh, picture? Uh, what picture? I think it's the oh, one you shared on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, my God. Who, me? Oh. Who was it that shared it, Devin? Do you remember it on Twitter? Uh... Was it the picture of the train and the girl? Oh, yeah, that was me. Oh, no, it wasn't that. No, no, no. Hang on. I got you. Oh, God, no. I'm the master meme sheriff. This this match, by the way, is it's got a slow build to it. They started slow, and the pace has been kind of slowly elevating as they go along. Uh, But I'm digging this match wholeheartedly. Uh, I mean, it's okay so far for me. Yeah, I'm kind of with Antonio, honestly. Um, I'm not yeah, because sure he says something about Money Mike though. making a porn. That's what oh, it was. yeah. Yeah. That picture. <laughs> Speaking of Money Mike, um, <clears throat> by the time this airs, his, uh, you would have already read the announcement that he is stepping away from the, his on-air role here at Top Guy Theater for an undisclosed amount of time while he focuses on his career. We are really, really happy for you, Michael. Uh, as far as we're all concerned, you're still a part of this show, and you've got an open door to come back in whenever you want. And uh, good luck with that new chain of strip clubs with the Godfather. Because no, I thought it was a, I thought it was a he's doing a porn with Lauren. That that's that's after he gets the, the, the strip clubs going. Oh, okay. The Davidson Credits Club. <laughs> Uh, Antonio, yes. I normally don't nitpick about such things because you are the bona fide expert on all things raunchy and nasty. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> but why the fuck would anyone, even somebody that's big into money and big into numbers, that just nerds out with accounting stuff, why would somebody want to go to a strip club called the Credit and Debit Club? <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a place where you drink Perrier and trade stocks. 
Well, I figure like you go to a debit and credit strip club, you could just take your credit card and during the lap dance, you could just swipe. There you go. Swipe it where? Where do you swipe? <laughs> I mean, if it's where's she gonna run that credit card? <laughs> I mean, either if it's an old school credit card, we got a swipe or I was about to say they're, they're chips now. You can't swipe. Yeah, you just, you can't so where do you insert? Where do you insert the chip? Oh, stop, you know, stop, stop, stop! 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 No, bad. Insert, insert it in uh, the um, the Grand Canyon. H- Henry, you opened this forbidden door. You yeah. asked the question. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. I heard he get a discount after a while. He used it a lot. <laughs> Could you imagine getting a call from your bank saying, sir, we need to confirm this charge? Like, yeah, that was me. That was me. That, that, that. Allegedly. Allegedly. And I don't, I don't know this for a fact, but allegedly in Providence, at the number one place that we have here, if you swipe it, it shows up under a totally different name under a generic restaurant name. So that, like, you know, wives, girlfriends, moms, and, like, you know, and in Money Mike's case, especially moms don't know what you're uh, actually at. <laughs> Money Mike takes his mom with him, though. So that's okay. Yeah, I, I cannot wait to meet Mrs. Money Mike. Not his wife, of course, or the girlfriend, but his mom at Top Guy Weekend. He's bringing her. That's God, God bless him for that. I've said this before about Money Mike. I don't know if I've ever said it on this show. I've never met someone. I, I feel like. Somehow, Mike Michael McClanahan is too pure for wrestling, too pure for this crowd. But somehow, he ingratiates himself in the company of of, of degenerates like us, and 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 elevates us up to a better, uh, to, to to a more stable PG thirteen kind of level. Yep. And he's always so sincere. And he'll yep. apologize to you about the smallest things. And he'll thank you for allowing him to speak. And he's just, I, I can't sit here and tell you, you'll never find a sweeter human being on yep. earth than yep. Michael McClanahan. I'm glad his nickname stuck. Yeah, he makes me feel bad if I, if I swear or if I say something about Blue Waffles. I, I, I mean, honest yep. to God. Well, Speaking like, of Blue Waffle, there's Henry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I apologized to him a long time ago. Speaking because... of things that make us all go... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. hey! That is four times tonight, sir. They've all been deserved, each and every single one of them. Well, of course, we deserve for it. Look at Look at this, Henry. If I don't look down, it's not there. <laughs> oh, my God. If I've never seen it, it never existed. That's the first I heard that. If I don't look down, it's not there. Which is exactly what the when, last woman Antonio slept with said. It's funny because hey. when Antonio looks down, it's still not there. Hey, hey. <laughs> don't make me stand up right now. No, please don't. preconceived notion. I had a preconceived notion of the type of guy Money Mike was, and he proved me wrong 100% of the time. I apologize to him for that uh, privately. Great guy. Love him. Just want to I'm glad his nickname stuck because I gave him a nickname. 
Right. If anyone is wondering how, why we gave, why Adam gave Money Mike a nickname, when we had our Twitter group chat and we first brought Michael McClanahan in, we already had a Michael. We had Michael Amend. So we needed a way to differentiate between accountant Michael and lawyer Michael. Now, we don't often call Lord Michael Amend. We don't often call him Lawyer Mike, but we stuck with Money Mike. Because he always dealt with money and accounting and things. So that was, that was the easiest way for me to remember him as Money Mike. Good, good. And man. honestly, it's even moved to text abbreviations now. A lot of us just say MM. <laughs> yeah, it's too much to type. <laughs> so it's officially a thing. When you become an abbreviation in standard text talk, you're over. <laughs> I went from Adam from Bama to just Bama. So I just, yes. my whole name just been wiped out because we got Adam O'Neill. Well, so he's I, I Irish you, Adam and I'm just Bama. I call you Papa Adam. <laughs> oh, he calls me Papa Adam, yeah. If you listen to any, any podcast, any podcast at all, that is even affiliated with Conrad Thompson, it is on the AdFree Shows Network or on podcasts in general, you will hear Michael McClendahan's name during or at the end of that podcast with a question. It is, you can go to Vegas and put money on it, and you will probably win. You hear his name. You hear Devin's name a lot. You hear Brad Stanton's. Brad Stanton. Uh, um, you hear Anthony Pyre's name, for good or for bad. Uh, the the Mediocre Warrior. I like, I like Mediocre Warrior. I love that name. <laughs> You'll hear um, Alcari's uh, testimony over and over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Testify, Brother Devon, testify. Yeah. Testify. Testify. And again, we're, we're not directly affiliated with Adam Free Shows, but uh, it's definitely worth the money to just hop over there, even if you hop into the lowest level just to get the shows ad free. But the the sheer weight of wrestling content that Ad Free Shows produces, not, not even just, you know, all together, but on a, on a daily basis is mind-boggling at this point you it would take you years to catch up on from the beginning of ad free shows to now and but it's worth it and you can do stuff like top guy weekend and exclusive zooms and rebels happy hour and And i'm getting back to some top guy exclusive zooms by the way really glad about that same same here uh they're going they're going back to exclusive some of them we have the two, we have the Tuesday night thing now going on, uh, the Rebels Happy Hour, the Breakfast with Briscoe. Those are top guy exclusives, and I think there was some there was some good chat on the Discord this week about mm, lack of a better term how there was I, some. I was a part been, of that conversation. What's that? I was a part of that conversation. Yeah. There was, yes, there John was Alba did host quite the interesting discussion on the Discord about. You know what what people enjoy and what people would like to see change or improved. And if it weren't for ad free shows, none of the people on this screen would have met. No, nope. I would be like, who who are all of you weird people? <laughs> Especially that Smurf. That Smurf. I'm thing. not weird. My I mom said some of us are very You're just weird different. Proud, aren't we, You're special. Yeah. Hey, Mom said I'm special. Yeah. They're, they're, My mom. We were. We were talking about Money Mike. Before we start talking about how Anthony's mom finds him special, which is strange at this age, but we're going to go with it. 
I, I want to do something to bring back the Money Mag Five. Can I do that real quick, Phil? Yeah, let's. I'm gonna fire it away for you. You ready? Go. All right, here we go. Money, 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 money. Actually, didn't have anything else. I was just gonna play that intro. <laughs> that intro is awesome. I love it. So, because of me, he has his own. He we just had to dance, didn't we? No, Devin was jamming down there. Yeah, he we was his, dancing. He has his own intro yeah. on Top Guy Theater, and he has his own intro on RJ's uh, Ringside Rant. He has his oh, own God. Money Mike music. He's got his own intro on Ringside Rant. Yeah, he has his <laughs> own Money Mike music. When he asks a question, he has his own music. Oh wow! Who? podcast i gave him credit for i'm gonna throw my hat in the ring right now if money mike is not able to return like he wants to i am volunteering my services to take over as an analyst all right fine but we're not giving you music <sighs> i would i don't think one would be ecstatic excitable boy or in zivon just for the record I, I was gonna actually give you the nfl on fox theme which I think oh. they use for all their stuff now. That would have been good. Yeah, I don't even have a picture on the introduction anymore right now, so I think I feel. Yeah, we need to get JD Hoop to update that. Although I do think it's funny. Like everybody has normal like pictures that they've posted on social media. JD Hoop picks my thirst trap picture. <laughs> oh, I think oh, I, still, uh, I think I still have my same picture the whole time of the intros. So, but yeah, because you don't exactly post a lot of selfies on Twitter. Well, I'm not a selfie person. So, um, thank you know, God. Unless you're taking off your shirt. Okay. Uh, being the. Uh, no! Being... no! No! Antonio, Antonio, I just went. I just went from six to like seven thirty on that one, baby. <laughs> so, uh, guys, be the uh, the interim host for the next few weeks. I decided uh, it, it might be appropriate. If I if I had some sort of special thing of my own besides my segment, so now I've got myself a theme song. Uh oh. Phil, Phil, Phil. Phil, 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 Phil. Oh God, not this video. Oh my God. P H I L Phil. P H I L Phil. Phil, 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 Phil. Uh, I would go for a different one. Um, <laughs> don't, don't yeah. ever play that again. <laughs> ever. If I never hear that again, I'm good. God, I would bring that. I swear to God, if I wake up singing that song, I'm gonna come to. How's the match going, by the way? It's pretty good. Oh, there's a match on? I'm sorry. Everybody left the garden like half an hour ago. I know. Hey, no kidding. Jay Watt's pants right here. I love his his ring attire right here. He's in white, Just, correct? Yeah, he's white with the red, like the one, two, three. Because you will oh. breathe with a switchblade. 
I like heels and white. Jay White's pulling yeah. it off wicked here. We seen MJF a few weeks ago. Seth Rollins, one of his best attires is in white. My name. Uh, I like the heels in white. Don't be playing that failed music again. No, actually, this is My the new one. Is Phil, and I am awesome. Everybody loves me because I am awesome. My name is Phil. That's my alternative. These guys my like ears that. are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> so so we'll say we'll say a baby on that one. Uh maybe not. I'll tell you what, what you need to do is go over to the Ukraine. I want you to play that in Russian. On a loop for about 24 hours. You might end the war. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like a torture thing. You know, he's, if you get caught, that's what you're going to listen to. <laughs> oh, you see, it's Putin come out of his uh, castle. We're like, I surrender. Yeah, I surrender. I give I'm up. Done. I'm it's done. I'm, 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 I'm done. I've been sitting on uh, that second Phil song forever, and I was going to use it at some point in my life. And I, I realized that I'm never going to find a way to squeeze it into the show other than right now. So I'm like, let's let's throw the Phil song out there. I feel like that's your ringtone or something. Man, when you I it's Phil. Well, I, will, I will tell you, I did try to convert it to a music format to put onto this show. I really did. I was going to give it to Frank and then have him put it into a, a segment so my my segment has that song playing instead of whatever uh, Carl Manick originally had. Uh, so I actually was working on it. God damn it, Phil is in my head now. Jesus. <laughs> so yep. let me try to get that out of your head real quick, Antonio. Yeah. Um, coming up on June fourth, the Marathon Mania Madness. We're going to try to raise ourselves a little bit of money to help kids with autism. We're donating all proceeds to the Organization for Autism Research, and to help in that endeavor. If you'd like to make a more personable donation, I'm going to put them up on screen here real quick. Head yourself on over to ProWrestlingTees.com. Search out Top Guy Theater and get yourself one of our very own Marathon Mania Madness t-shirts. Mine's on the way. I've got one on the way, too. Hopefully, it'll be here before the show, but the mail's kind of slow. Please don't show the other picture. And just because Antonio asked for it. (laughs) Number five. Five five times. We also put it on a shirt. All the proceeds from the purchase of that shirt are also going to the Organization for Autism Research. Anthony Pyers, who has disappeared on us for a moment, has one himself. I suspect he's probably going to wear it on Marathon Media Madness weekend if his wife doesn't throw him out of the house first. Well, my wife in New York that weekend, so so, yes, I'll be wearing it. She's very I got a quick story for you about this shirt. Uh, you wouldn't think it would be this shirt that would start a, a bad conversation with my oh, wife. Tombstone. So, so me and my wife went to Taco Bell on Saturday, uh, you know, to get the Mexican pizza, which is back. Thank you. Thank you to the powers that be for bringing the Mexican pizza back. Hey. So I got chicken nachos right here. Go ahead. We we were at Taco Bell, chicken nachos. There was a gentleman sitting two seats away from us who saw my shirt, and he goes, 
is that, is that a Macho Man Randy Savage t-shirt? And then, you know, of course, me being me, I go to my spiel about, no, but it's for a charity, for our show, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, my wife was patient and tolerant because I'm talking about a charity event. And then the guy, he goes, can I scoot over to the next table and, and talk to you some more? And I'm like, I didn't want to tell him no because it seemed like, uh, well, it actually turns out that through his conversation, we learned that he was a little brain damaged, uh, legitimately. Um, so we sat closer and we had more conversation about wrestling. And it lasted the entire time we were eating lunch. As me and my wife were walking out the door to the car, my wife says, you're no longer allowed to wear wrestling shirts in public. <laughs> <laughs> You should have asked him if he wanted to join us here, Phil. He, the guy said multiple times, he was like, I'll leave you guys alone. I, I know you're eating. Hey, but that Roman Reigns match, he, he kept doing it. My wife was like, if, if it's like I was trying to be very polite. I, I didn't want to you know, tell him to F off or anything. Because I know like, and none of us here are celebrities or are claiming to be celebrities or big time YouTubers or anything like that, except well, Anthony Myers. Yes, but there is an etiquette. boys and girls. But there is there is an etiquette to approaching people, um, and you don't do it when they're eating. You don't do it with the bathroom, and you don't do it at the luggage bag at, at the airport in the, the the carousel. Now, now that's not true because last Top Guy weekend, I went and got Brandy at the airport, like she was a famous person. Oh yeah, and well, I met her at the luggage claim at the airport after I took a walk through the airport. Was she said, is that after, before, or after you got lost on the way back? That was before. That was before. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait, so, Phil. So, so, Phil, so yeah. I can't. Yeah. Phil, I can't go up to people and say, do you want to fluff my Garfield? Definitely. Uh, <laughs> I. Oh, my God! Nope. Sorry. You there? Yeah. Henry knows where I got that from. Three weeks from now, I'm going to pick up Miss Amy Vaughn at the airport as she'll be using my house as an Airbnb for when she meets FTR. And I'm trying to think of the most embarrassing way to greet her at the airport. I, so, I got uh, it. I know exactly how to do it. Really, it it'll be, I, I have to be out of, wait, out of the I, cameras. I, but I, I can tell you exactly how to greet her because she greeted me please. a certain way. I know how to do it. Can I? Oh, please, were you talking please, about please. how in Jacksonville she almost yes, made in Jacksonville. Her face pop off? Yes, when I got red for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Adam. The, only, the only time I got embarrassed and God knows how long is when is because of her. So Adam. to set the scene, we're in our Airbnb in Jacksonville. Adam has just arrived, or Amy has just arrived, one or the other. Yeah, she just arrived because I've been there a little bit. With Mark Nelson. And Amy comes up the stairs, I think, to hug them, to you know, to greet them because she had just gotten there. And she whispers in Adam's ear, and his face gets so red. <laughs> What'd she say, Adam? I gotta know. I can't say it on camera. Oh, what'd she say? Just say it in the chat. We won't bring it up. No, that has to be told secretly. Come on, my quarter minds want to know. Come on, Adam. I can't. But yes, you would think. Oh my God, you would have thought Adam's face was a tomato. He was so red. So unexpected. You'll tell me on Top Guy Weekend. Oh, definitely, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. And uh, as far as plans are still going, guys, as of right now. 
Mrs. Jackson is still planning on coming to Top Guy weekend. Woo! And it's uh, a shame I'm not gonna eat the mater. Did you say tomato? To meet her. I was like, I said tomato. I was like, how are you from the South, too? You didn't go dirty with that, which I appreciate. Antonio, what? No, you said it's like tomato, like potato and tomato. You know, we say tater. Yeah. Oh, I want a mater. Look at these two. These two are exhausted, and they can barely Mm -hmm. throw punches at each other at this point in the match, which, believe it or not, I've actually been watching. (laughs) That was a hell of a kick out like 20 oh. seconds ago by uh, Jay White. Oh, and there's the low blow. Am I a little ahead? I think I'm a little ahead. Yeah, I think you're ahead of me, yeah, because I'm at 420. I can't tell. Yeah, 420. 421.38. <laughs> 420. RBD 420 says, I just smoked your ass. <laughs> oh, it's RK, bro. It's RK, bro. RVD Sorry, said it 10 RVD years ago. Oh, okay. RVD said RVD 420 in 1997. That was like 25 years ago. God, it's been 25 years. It's insane. I know. That's nuts. That's that's longer than Devin's been alive. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm jealous uh, that you guys did the SummerSlam 97 without me. That show was two days before I was born. Uh, my God, your your microphone sounds the best right now, Devin. I don't know what you're doing, but your microphone has never sounded this good. Different headphones. My because wife, had, my wife had just got but... pregnant first. By that point, you I sound think. amazing right now compared to what we've done recording ourselves. So my dad actually told me this story the other day that he was watching the the replay on pay per view on the Tuesday of a uh, Survivor Series. My mom held off going into labor for like three hours because he was watching that show and didn't want to miss it. Wow. And he bought it. <laughs> so I, I was like, my mom's the real hero there. <laughs> what you do, Pyers, is if you're going to the airport to pick up Amy, you, you own any title belts? Oh, yeah, I got four of them. I got you, four. You take down your gaudiest one and you put on that FBK shirt. You go to the airport. And when you figure out where she's getting off and getting her bags, you just hold the belt high up in the air while wearing that shirt. You'll stand out real nice. Well, <laughs> that's what he did. Thursday. Minus the FBK shirt because that didn't exist yet. Providence. I remember meeting Henry and RJ at the, the airport. Oh my God. I'm a little ahead that I just caught the end of the match. Dear God, what a sequence. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ruin it for the rest of us, Baldy. I'm just now at the low blow. I'm way behind. Yeah, I'm. I'm just now at the low blow. Who else is new, Antonio. Hey, 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 hey! Boom! I just seen the low blow. That was insane. Watch this ending, though. This ending's amazing. I love how the referee doesn't have a name. They just call him Red Shoes. I love it. Yes, we love Red Shoes. Yes. Why? <laughs> so, who was doing this finisher first? Was it Jay White or uh, Bray Wyatt? The sister oh, Abigail. White. White. It was Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Okay. Right in the mommy daddy button. <laughs> By the way, That's the, the second the, Austin the, Power the, reference tonight. 
little aside, by the way, Ian Riccoboni had the flu that night. So when you look, if you go back and watch this, and you watch the ROH stuff, he was suffering from a bad flu. Kevin Kelly almost had to take over the whole night. Oh, wow. I think Cole Cabana did pretty good commentating. Cabana's very good at commentary. Just don't tell CM about that. Yeah, what is Cabana good at? You notice he's never in any segments. CM Punk is involved. I've been wondering for months now what the dynamic is like backstage with CM Punk and Colt Cabana. I'm sure they just avoid each other. Do y'all see the Charlie Brown shirt now? Do y'all see the guy standing up? Yep. Very good professionals, and I'm sure they don't want to cause any problems. So even if they do like happen to walk past each other, they probably don't even like acknowledge each other's presence. And just keep going. Yep. That's how it's probably going to stay. What's well, the Cole's coach? probably doing a lot of independent stuff too, though. He might not even well, be there. He's in been a lot doing of a lot of extra out outside of yeah. AEW. Yeah, so he's probably not even an analog of AEW stuff. Not not lately. Cole Cabana is patient zero of comedy wrestling and wrestlers podcasts. So that guy's got a that guy's got a legacy. And new IWGP World Champion. I need to watch more Okada. Brock Lesnar. He's amazing. Have all of you uh, got to the end of the match? Yeah, yeah, that was a good, that was a good final. So I uh, haven't yet. We're just going to say I have because we run over a little. I was going to say so. So not to cut everyone else off, we are running way over our usual time for an episode. Not that it has not been a blast because it has been an absolute great episode. Such a lot of, a lot of heartfelt moments, a lot of comedy moments. And we had to deal with Anthony Pirates for two hours and 41 minutes and now 15 seconds. <laughs> um, so, so we're not going to do around the room. We can all agree that we didn't watch too much of this because we had an amazing conversation, but it was a great pay-per-view. I do want to make a quick, quick announcement that Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern, noon Central Standard Time uh, on the uh, 29th, it'll actually be three days from today, uh, there will be another main event matinee prior to Double or Nothing, so tune into that. Uh, Sweet. But for Henry, Brandy, Devin, the R.I. Sex God is Adam Bruna, Frank Bruno. We have had a wonderful evening, and we are out. 14 WrestleManias. Are you ready to fight? One, Who will survive? Two.